Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. That's the problem that the Nets have. Yeah. Is when you have two mercurial guys on the team, mm-hmm. two guys that are that have weird personalities... You're not gonna go anywhere. I, I mean, with they, Kyrie, those, it's totally different. Those though. two guys, between the two of them, have arguably the most talent we've ever seen in the NBA. Period. We're talking about a guy who's seven feet tall, who can shoot, who can do everything. Right. Mm. We have a guy that's six two, six three, that has the greatest handle we've ever seen, and is the best finisher at the rim for his size that we've ever seen. Right. But he likes to take a lot of PTO. But what I'm saying is that just off talent, talent alone, they they're one of the, they're the greatest we've seen greatest on a court. Yeah. If we're talking but about on the court, KD's pers- not the problem. But because of their personalities, he is the problem on the court. On the court, KD's it, not the problem. He is, bro. Yo, bad. That shit crazy. On a Saturday! It's All Even with your boy Barry Grant. You can catch me on Instagram and Twitter at All Even Podcast. You can listen to the show on Megaphone as well as Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify. I'm all over the place, man. And trust me, go to YouTube, hit that subscribe button, like, share, and comment because the page is growing. What's up, everybody? There's a lot of people down here today. Hi, Chaz. How you doing? Welcome. Yeah, yeah. Jimmy, the super intern. How you doing, man? Yeah, I, I don't I don't even want to pan up because I know who's here. Surprise. Oh, Claw's here. How you doing, sir? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you don't you, now you don't like me? No. We're supposed to be friends. You know, you count my PTO, you make me feel uncomfortable behind the scenes. <laughs> I think it's time for a change, bro. Because you, you, you make it that way. See when you you, you have to drop the hammer down on you know, employees that don't want to come here and work, you know? Right. Like Kyrie Irving. This is why you got the name, you know? My name is Kyrie? Yes. I thought it was Claw. It's it's Clawry. <laughs> that's, that's, that's a new one. <laughs> right back at you. <laughs> and we have the Call of the Ones and Twos, the Silent Assassins is what I call them. Uh, also... Shouts to the Grid Network. Please subscribe to the Grid Network. Like, share, and comment. Uh, catch us on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, all of that. Shouts out to all the creators there. Uh, shout out to our lovely sponsor, MyBookie. Uh, welcome to the show, guys. 
Welcome, welcome, sir. Welcome yeah. back. You know, we got my man Six in the building. Thank you. Thank you for having me back. It's always a pleasure. Mr. Al showed up again. It's been like eight weeks since you've been here, right? I mean, I think you was waiting for something specific. I was. Here. I was. I'm not going to lie to you. I was. I was. I, I was waiting for the right time you to have a I conversation with that. you. I couldn't talk to you for about what? Eight weeks? Eight weeks? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't talk to you. Can't talk to you. I don't know what would happen during that time to make you not want to speak to me, but. Yeah, we're going to get here. into it. We're going to get into it a little bit. But uh, lots to get into, right? We got Thursday night football. We're going to talk about those Packers and those Titans. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of football stuff going on, man. Um, Jeff Saturday gets a job. Sorry, right? it's with Saturday. Right? <laughs> uh, we have um, OBJ suing Nike. That's a thing? That's a thing. It's mm -hmm. interesting. Um, Derek Carr. I ain't going to lie to you. Derek Carr, that, that situation... I respect him. Yeah, man cry. Yeah, man cry. Yeah, you know, you know? when a man cries like that, there's it, two times you cry like that when you're a man, right? When 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 your wife leaves you, and when you want to fight. When you want to fight, yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? And you can't. And you yeah. can't. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. What else? Got that UVA thing we're gonna talk about. Um, tragic. It was definitely tragic. NBA stuff, right? Ben Simmons. Poor guy. Is KD on the roll call. KD came out and said some stuff that was interesting. Right? Yeah. You know, threw his teammates under the bus and then drew, drove over them and then did it again. You know, got out the car, made sure he checked on them and then drove back over them. Yeah. So, Forward you know, and backwards. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, First and last name. Kyrie. Horrible. Kyrie may be back. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. He'll find something else to... Come on, don't jinx the man like that. Don't do that. Don't do nah, that. Nah, Kyrie's going to be back. Yet. He got to be back. He ain't back yet. You know? He loves his PTO, I tell you. I that. was just about to say, we ain't even get to that part of the he season where he started taking time Facts. off. Legend. Facts. 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 Um, we'll have a new segment where we'll have the contenders and pretenders of the NFL. We'll talk about that. Mm. Um, pick of the week. And then the greatest segment on the planet. Dummy of the week. Dummy. That's going to be interesting. A lot, mm. I feel like there's a lot of candidates. Yeah, there's a lot. Yeah. There's, a lot there's a lot. There's a lot going on in the sports. There's world. a lot. Um, before I get into any of that stuff, though, I just want to say R.I.P. Rumble Johnson. Um, you know, he was a UFC cage fighter, had a great career. You know, I, I think he had a bout with um, some form of cancer, I believe, but... You know, he passed 38 years old. That's scary. You know what I mean? Wow. Um, you know, it was just yesterday, like, he was doing his thing. So it's like, you know, my condolences, prayers to his family. Um, but it's tough. There's a lot of a lot of young people dying, man. A lot of young people dying for, like, you know, ailments that we even think people our age were supposed to be getting. Yeah, so. You know what I mean? So. Um, it makes you think about a you lot. Appreciate every day. And yeah, be thankful for what you have. Nah, definitely, definitely. Um, and then also too, definitely want to, you know, send the, the thoughts and praise out to the young men that lost their lives at the University of Virginia. Um, mm. Just a tragic situation there. You know, I, I don't even know how they're gonna continue their football season. Yeah, it's gonna be rough. Um, they canceled the next game. And yeah, already, yeah. Right? I mean, yeah. you know, it's it's. It's just do right. I mean, I, I don't know how those how those kids are gonna be able to pick themselves up and and 
And um And it just happening too often at this point. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. been happening too often, but it's like it just like doesn't seem like there's an end in sight. Nah. Uh, nah. Just like, w- just unwarranted. You know, we they don't they don't even really have much details on it, so it's just you know, it's, it's tough. It's tough. So definitely didn't want to start the show like that, but you gotta get it out of the way, obviously. You know, you gotta pay the respects. Um because you know, death is a part of our, our, our culture nowadays, man. Like we're it's such I think we're getting numb to it. Sadly, I think I'm you know what I mean? getting numb to the Like we're shows. really getting numb to it of all the people that we've lost. Um, whether it's in our personal lives, whether it's celebrities, whether it's whatever, like it's it should always be something that we, we talk about and we we spend time on and just kind of pay your respects, you know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, definitely. And I mean, it's really upset when you really think about the details yeah. that go on with that because, like, from what I understand, the the guy who did the shooting, there were, there was about, like, maybe two incidents where school escalated, they were investigating him. There was already an investigation to him making a threat with guns and everything like that. Right. So, like... There's, and then there's also some hazing Mm. allegations as well like his father said that he had mentioned that he was getting picked on and he didn't know how to handle it and it's like you know until all the details come out I mean we'll we probably will never know all the details but it's just it's tragic either way you know what I'm saying like people gotta do better on all sides yeah, yeah 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 it's 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 not a it's not a pleasant situation man um Thoughts and praise to the family, and yeah. you know, just appreciate every day a little bit more. Cause definitely, you never know. definitely. Never Thoughts know. and prayers to the kids that were on that bus too, Facts. because that's a their lives, that's a situation their lives they never gone, too. right? Going forget, right? So, um, but yeah, uh, so Thursday night football, we saw the Tennessee Titans and the Green Bay Packers. Tennessee wins the game, twenty-seven seventeen. Um, King Henry was all over the place. All over the mm-hmm. place. Um, rushing touchdown. He had a passing touchdown. I think he had 83 yards rushing. Uh, Tannehill had a great game. Yeah. 22 for 27. Um, I think he had a passer rating of 127. QBR of 78. I mean, he's, he was he was almost perfect. Um, and that that Titans defense is legit. But the one thing that I really respect about the Titans is the head coach. I love I him. think Mike Vrabel I love him. arguably is one of my favorites. He's right top now. five so in the NFL right easily. now. In regards easily. to just being a just knowing what his team needs, what they do well. Mm-hmm. He knows how to execute the game plan well, and they always look prepared to play football. Yep. It's a lot yeah. of that that's that goes a long way. Because my team doesn't have that. They don't look prepared. But Mike Vrabel and those Titans, they always look prepared, man. And the Green Bay Packers, I mean, they look like rock stars on Sunday. Yeah. And they end up coming right back to earth and being duds. So at four, what are they, four and seven now? Yep. Yeah. I think their season is pretty much over. Pretty much Because the schedule that they have coming up is brutal. And, um... 
what were you what were your takeaways from this game, fellas? Like, you know, obviously we have two teams that are going in two different directions, right? We got the Titans that really can make claim that they're one of the best teams in the AFC. Eight covers in a row. Right. Mm-hmm. A lot. And um and you know, it may it might be their time to maybe punch that ticket to get to the Super Bowl. Who knows? They're a dark horse. Yep. Right? One of my favorites. So, you know, what are your thoughts? What are your thoughts, Jeff, on, on in regards to the uh the Titans? We'll start with them first. Uh definitely one of my favorites. They're, they're gonna be part of the segment a little later that we have contenders yes. pretenders because I just feel like, like you said, Vrabel is is making his way to be one of my favorite coaches. Uh situationally, he's great. Yep. He knows how to motivate his team. It's not a perfect team, but they're doing everything they're supposed to do exactly. to win. They don't have receivers, and they know it. So they keep it with the tight ends. They keep it to short plays. They don't overcomplicate things. And and they trust their quarterback and running back, and they, they use them well. Um, Ryan Tannehill and Mike Vrabel is a perfect um, example of what a good player can do when somebody actually believes in you. Right. Because I think a lot of these athletes are super athletes when they come into the league, but they end up going places that don't exploit their talents the best. And Mike Vrabel just shows you that a lot of these guys ain't just duds and they ain't just corny and they just ain't just... Sometimes you need a system behind you. And what Ryan Tannehill's been doing under Mike Vrabel's tutelage. I don't think it's Ryan Tannehill. I think it's Mike Rabel. You yeah. got to give him his flowers. Now the system, the system makes um, Tannehill look really well. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, I, and, it, and it matters. And I think it's a situation where Vabel is able to able to get the best out of his players, right. and he's able to sit there and situationally look at what he's facing each and every single week from each and every team that comes up to him and adjusting his game plan and taking the the positives from his team and what his team can do best and applying it to whatever team that he's going to be facing. Yeah, I listen, I'm going to take it a step further, fellas. I think we are looking at baby Belichick. I didn't want to say it, but I felt uh, it. it. It feels that way. Like how he prepares for football games. What I'm, t- I'm not talking about him possibly having that type of success, but mm. how he prepares how he breaks down teams and how he every time you think the Titans are not going to play well, they shock you. They shock you. Yeah. And they dominate. It's not just like they eke out wins. They dominate. Yep. You know what I mean? And and it's the formula that everybody thinks is is a dead formula. Run the football. That's power, you know, a power football. There's still there's still space in the NFL. For teams like the Tennessee Titans. And I don't understand why more teams don't, you know, use that game plan, use that style, use that gritty style of football because it wins in the playoffs. It wins Super Bowls. It may not sell a lot of tickets, (laughs) but it wins football games. Well, I mean, speaking of that, uh, running the football, stopping the run, I was hoping that on Thursday night, Green Bay would keep what they were doing with the Cowboys, which was running the football. Oh, then I go do that. I, under, I thought that they figured, okay, we don't have great receivers. They only did that because really of the Cowboys. Running mm-hmm. back. They only did less, that because of us. Let's continue with that. And they opened up throwing the ball. And yeah. I was just like, nah, man, Tennessee's going to take that. Yeah, because I think I think LaFleur has no, had no respect for the Tennessee Titans. He was like, okay, we 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 showed up on the Cowboys. They had one of the top defenses in the NFL. So if we can do that to them and control the game on the ground, 
we open it up a little bit in the second half in regards to passing, we can come out this game with the confidence and and I I, I guess Chris Watson got it going now. So I, yeah. I think they kind of read the the game plan wrong. Yeah. Doesn't shock me because LaFleur is LeFleur, LeFleur. Yeah, he's uh Lechoke is what I like to call him. So um you know it's just the Titans are legit. Yeah. They're legit. Yeah. But you know, let's let's move to the, the other team that lost, the Green Bay Packers. Um like I said, I just feel like this is a lost team. Uh, yeah. I really felt like they had a light uh, with the Cowboys. I felt like if they kept building on that formula, they can at least salvage their season. But to go right back and then, you know, throw it 30 times and then don't run it as much, it's like, all right, y'all ain't going to go nowhere. Because yeah. that was a game that they could have actually won. But, I mean, they just they just got ran over by Tennessee. But they also didn't make the necessary adjustments to slow the game down and keep themselves in the game. Yeah. So, if you're just going to make Aaron Rodgers throw it across the yard with these guys who aren't that great, might as well pack it. I mean, shit, by, by week 12, we might be looking to see Jordan Love. If it's yeah. a lost season play. Yeah. Right. If it's a lost season play. Yeah, man. sit sit Aaron and, and let the kid let the kid go. Let the kid take the beatings. Yeah. Is, this, is this the last year of his rookie contract or next year the last year of his rookie contract? I think. Well, I think they got another option here. Yeah, they got right? another option here with him. Yeah. This would be his third year? Yeah. Fourth year, I think. Because he was a first-round pick, right? He was. Yeah. This is his fourth year. He got drafted when? Four years ago. <laughs> was it? No. Wasn't the first year he got drafted the first year Aaron Rodgers won MVP? Did no. he, like, win MVP in spite of them? No, not? he had the down year. So I, this is his third year. This is his third this year. This is his third year right okay. now. Yeah, okay. it's his third year. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, yeah, I, I agree, man. I think if if they if they struggle, it's time to sit Aaron Rodgers, just, you know, fold the season. But the problem that the Green Bay Packers have, and this is the problem that they've had for decades, is that they're cheap. They're quietly cheap. Yeah. So there's a lot of cheap teams in the league. Right. We don't talk about yeah. the Packers as right. being cheap. But they're quietly they're cheap. Quietly they're quietly cheap. cheap. They don't draft well. And when you have that type of combination, it's only so much that Aaron Rodgers can do. It's only so much that he can be able to save you from. When you have a bad roster, when you have bad pieces, you can't make bad pieces good. You can't. If there's no talent there, you can't pull talent from any... Like, you know what I mean? Like, there's no talent. They're void of talent on that My team. My bigger issue with them is when they do draft talent and develop talent. They let them go. They let they him go. Yeah. yeah. Like, I watch Jair Alexander. Is he going to get a second contract? No. Because he's killing. No. Like, they're probably going to ship him off. Because the money that he's going to want, they don't want to pay him. And it's nuts, man. You know what I'm yeah, saying? They, they still took a quarterback. The they they took a quarterback because they did not believe that Aaron Rodgers was going to keep playing like this. They, they took a quarterback because LaFleur wanted him. LaFleur wanted love. Yeah. Yeah. Because I get, whatever LaFleur saw, he was like, I, I think Aaron Rodgers is declining. No, you're not. The team is declining. The team has declined every season. We're not talking about record. We're just talking about. Players, skill skill positions. Skill position players. It's gotten worse, worse. every it's, year. It started with Eddie Lacy. 
When Eddie Lacy put on Fat like, Boy Lacy? Yeah, like 40 pounds in the offseason. Lacy understood what it was. He's like, listen, man, they, they don't care about nothing over here. Yeah, because after Greg Jennings was gone and Donald Driver right. and uh, yeah. what's his face, they, yeah, great for Jordy, but Jordy had been there for four years. Correct. And then Devontae really popped in his, what, eighth, ninth year? And like, he Cobb, was on the yeah, Packers for a while, bro. Well, yeah, like, he, he, he didn't get big until like his second contract like third but that's what year I'm saying. and then they develop him he becomes a number one receiver right <laughs> and, and now he's going now he's going it's i don't know man and then they're old they're old with their skill positions like not aaron jones obviously i but love randall Cobb, but damn yeah like, like he years. needs to be a, he needs yeah. to be a coach at this point yeah. like you know what i mean like put him <laughs> on the staff like he, he he get too many concussions he hurt all the time he gets yeah, I don't want to see him go across the middle no more. I just yeah. he might not come back. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like it's just so. If you were the GM of the Green Bay Packers, what do you do? Do you continue down this road of nothing because it's not going to get any better, or do you blow it up? I'm blowing it up. Like yeah, just because if you didn't get, if you didn't go after OBJ in the in the for during the trading deadline, right? I don't see blow it up is kind of hard because you do have Romeo Dobbs and Christian Watson. They're in their first year. They're gonna get better. I just don't expect that much from them now. You do have the running back behind Aaron Jones. Like he should be a great filling when Aaron Jones starts to decline. Until my AJ, uh, yeah, nah. AJ Dillon. So like. Blowing it up is kind of harsh. I do think maybe see what you can get for Rodgers. And then keep those core pieces. Because they're young enough that I think they can move on. But they're still going to take two, three years. But I don't know if Rodgers has two, three years. Like yeah. Rodgers should go somewhere. Do, do the right thing by your quarterback. Right. Send him somewhere where he has a chance. And then you guys have a good enough core that I think y'all could restart. I'm doing what Seattle did. I'm getting rid of the quarterback. I'm going to take as many picks as I can for him, yeah. and I'm blowing everything up. Exactly. Like, the, um, like your best offensive piece right now is Aaron Jones. Um, A.J. Dillon is a good running back, but I don't think he's going to be the type of running back who could sustain everything by himself once Jones is gone. Um, Christian Watson, Romeo Dobbs, they're good wide receivers, but those aren't going to be your number ones. Like, like you don't have any pieces right they're now. Good, they're good depth uh, yeah. guys. But those aren't going to be the guys that are going to sit there and carry your wide receiving core because right. right now you'd be looking at a different situation. Like, get everything you can for um, for Rodgers before his value goes down and build from there. Yeah, I agree. I, I think I think it's time for for them to split. Um, you know, Where for, does Rodgers go, though? I think he can go if anywhere. Yeah, if, I, if I'm Green Bay, I don't care where he goes. Because I, I, if, if, if y'all talking like that... I definitely see a situation where the Raiders don't have Derek Carr next year. And if we're trading for picks, I mean, i trade with the Raiders. Yeah. I'll send Aaron Rodgers to the Raiders and get a couple, couple of their picks. And, take, and, and put Derek Carr on the, on the Packers? No, not, not necessarily. Tr- no, trade for picks. I, I think Derek Carr is going to get cut from the Raiders. I think yeah. he's going to be the he just uh, got his contract, sacrificial though. lamb for this season. They can't cut him. I think they're gonna. I think they move. No, no I think they, I think they can cut him. I, I think, think it's it's um that's the cheapest move they can yeah, make I right think, now. I think they gave him a contract that shows that they don't truly believe. It. I think they can get out from underneath okay. them pretty quickly. Okay. I think I think Rogers goes North Cal, San Fran still open spot for him. That's where he wants to go. That would be nice, man. That's, but that's, no, they can't, bro, because they gave away 
They gave away all those picks for uh, Trey Christian. Lance. For Lance, yeah. So not, like not they they kind of have to stick with him. That's going to be bad. I'm sorry. I think they hit the reset button whenever they start Lance. Uh, I Jimmy agree. G isn't the greatest, but he's, he's good a winner. For what he's consistent. Do. He's a winner. And I think starting Trey Lance, you're going to have to hit the, re- the reset I think starting button. Trey Lance was a mistake, period. Yeah. It was a mistake. I mean, you really couldn't do anything but start Trey Lance, like with everything that you gave up for him. No, like, I get you, but I, I think that there's there's still, for me, there's still that old school way of doing things. If you have something, if you have something that's good, and you the train is rolling, don't upset it. Don't upset the train. Let him sit there and wait because his time is going to come regardless, whether it's through injury whether it's through the the quarterback that's in front of him the incumbent is not going to you know is, is struggling well, and not yeah. playing well or whatever it is contract time comes along your time is coming so there's no need to rush quarterbacks anymore like we're in this age that they just believe that okay you're the top pick you have to be spearheaded right into the start mm-hmm. line no but i don't not, i don't i don't necessarily think that's like I understand yeah. your point with that, but I don't think that's the point that happened with San Francisco because I think San Francisco's team is built to win now. Like their defense is exactly what happened though. Hold on, that's wait. exactly what happened what with happened? the 49ers, bro. Because nah. if they're built to win now, why would they think that Trey Lance would be the one to take them over the top? Because we don't been to the, that, we don't been to the NFC Championship with with Jimmy but G. Got to a Super like, Bowl with Jimmy. We've been to the Super Bowl with Jimmy G. Right. and we lost. And you were you know you were you were four minutes away from yeah, winning a Super winning. Bowl. Also, do you think a rookie get like I just never seen a rookie really make that kind of noise in the playoffs? That that's that for me when I felt like they were starting Trey Lance, they were taking themselves out of the Super Bowl conversation. You know what it was? was team. I, I think I don't know if a rookie's doing. I think what I they, think they felt they capped out with Jimmy G. What they felt was what they thought was they had Patrick Mahomes mm. because it's the same thing that the Chiefs happened. With, with, you know the when Chiefs had the, the Chiefs had Alex Smith. They sat Mahomes for that one year. His sophomore year, he comes in and he lights the he lights the league up, right? Yeah. So they thought that that was going to be the situation. Oh no 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 no! Mm. Patrick Mahomes played in the pro offense mm-hmm. in, in in college. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? He was a gunslinger. Right, made a lot of mistakes, but you saw the talent. Right, I mean, he's Trey Lance though. played an unconventional offense in college. He had to learn how to line up behind center. It's different. It's a it, he had he has a lot to learn still at the NFL level to be a quarterback. So for the San Francisco 49ers to make that decision in their mind, they must have saw great things in practice. That's great. There's a different level mm-hmm. once you're the starting quarterback in the NFL. And I think they pressed that button too early. Too early. They did. Because at the end of the day, look where they are now. They're right back with Jimmy G, and they're still winning football games. Why Why upset the apple car? Just leave it alone. And, and I feel you, and I agree with you. The only thing that I'm saying is, is that from once they made that choice, yeah. it wasn't nothing else they could do. Nah, I get you. I get you. I get you. But it was a mistake. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? Definitely. It was a mistake. Um, coming up after the break, we're going to talk about OBJ. OBJ. He's going to get his paper. He's going to get his paper. He's going to get his paper. From a team and from Nike, too. <laughs> Somebody <laughs> After the break. <laughs> 
Yo, it's your man DJ G Money from that Flip the Script podcast. Yeah, yeah, we in the studio right now. Flip shut up. Yeah. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh, oh, listen. Shout out to the Old Even podcast. My oh, man Barry Grant oh, Jr. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What's up, oh, man? Whoa, whoa, whoa. What happened? What you, what you want to say to the people? Shout out somebody else's podcast. Yeah, don't make it to join. What's up? Oh, Even. Oh, Even podcast. Yo, they even up here, boy. <laughs> we put this yo, what's up, man? Oh, Even. Yo, you. Oh, my God. What's up with you, man? Now you gonna well, that's a shout out. You keeping this? Yeah, keep all that. <laughs> you want to jump all the even podcast, right? Yeah, all even. All even podcast, right? All even. That's your man. My man. All right, shout out to all even podcast. Hundred percent, he cool. Is he cool? Let me see. Is he cool? Hundred percent, he cool. Is he? Let me see. Is he cool? He gonna get his money regardless. Mm-hmm. That boy mm-hmm. Whether it be from an NFL team, whether it be from Nike, OBJ is suing Nike, right? And here it says from CBS, uh, give Chris Bengal the credit. Free agent wide receiver OBJ has filed a lawsuit against Nike stemming from his final endorsement contract that he had signed with the apparel company. Beckham is alleged. Alleging that the company owes him more than $20 million yep, related to the bread. endorsement deal. In 2017, Nike reported that Beckham had resigned with Nike after he exercised a clause. It was a five-year deal, reportedly at least $29 million. So Beckham stated that in the suit that the contract was structured... Uh, and it was impossible for him to trigger very valuable extensions of the deal. So I guess they, I guess whatever language was in the contract, they made it impossible for him to be able to cash out on. Mm-hmm. Now, does he have a valid lawsuit, or well, is it one of those missing, things where I think you're missing a piece? So yeah. where the reason he's suing for the twenty million. Is that they put in a the contract? If he got a better offer from someone else and they decided to keep him, yeah. they would have to match the offer. Gotcha. He had an offer for Adidas, by, I believe, fifty-four million. Uh-huh. Mm. Let Nike know. Nike's like, nah, we'd rather keep you. Let's resign you. But then they kind of made it funny, like funny languaging, that they just never paid him. But then, what's the languaging? Because we got to remember, OBJ ain't touched the field. So if you're my if you're if this you're endorsing base. my products and what the incentives are, what are the, what are, what are those incentives? So that's are the, the first inc- part of what he was saying. They made the incentives hard for him. Impossible. To hit. Yeah. Uh, so instead, he's like, okay, you know what? I can't hit these incentives. Let me go with Adidas. Adidas is like, oh, welcome aboard. We'll give you fifty-four million dollars. Mm. Nike's like, no, 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 no. We got you. Come on, let's take care of you. Come back over here, but then give him the other. <laughs> For the rest of the money. So, like, now he's looking at the contract. He's having his lawyers look over the contract, like, yo, did I do the right thing? And they're looking, and they're looking at the language. And they're like, oh, wait a minute. Nike does say here, if you have another offer from a sneaker company, they're going to match it. And they just never did. Okay, so Nike's going to have to pay up. They got to pay yeah, up. Nike got to pay up. It's so. one of those things where they coping to fly under the radar, and they got caught. That's really all it is. It's not even a debate, bro. They got like, to pay up. They got to pay up. It's not even a debate. They tried to fly under the radar. Sometimes with these companies, you got to bang them. Right, right, They're not going right. to give you the money. You gotta, I'm sure. You gotta chase yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure when the CEO got the report, right, dude, dude went up the chain and said, sir. 
OBJ got us. Damn it. <laughs> All thought, right. Thought he's going to be able to pocket that. I got to get rid of this yacht now. <laughs> that shit gone now, man. OBJ, okay. So I'm, I was thinking that, listen, sometimes you sign bad contracts, you just got to eat that loss. But I, I, I think he has a fair, he, yeah, he has a fair he has loss. A, they, just, they just kept yeah, quiet in the corner and just hoping right, he didn't see it. Right. Because what I was thinking was, it has something to do with the fact he's not he ain't been on the field. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if he's not on the field, he right. can't endorse the product. I they can't you. see him yep. with the yeah, Nike cleats. They can't right. see him yeah, with nah, the Nike makes sense. That, that, that makes, that makes sense. sense. Yeah. It's probably a dual thing where it was like, okay, you can't hit these incentives, so that's why he wants to leave. Right. But like, okay. Probably gave him a new shoe and be like, all right, dude. Let's hang out relax. Like, give, give him the shoe and just, just make sure we keep this $20 million over. <laughs> <laughs> just don't, they, no, nobody nobody mentioned anything. Nobody mentioned anything about the $20 million. If I hear Twenty million out of anybody's mouth. Here, if I hear twenty, they don't even they don't, nothing. No twos. I, I, I fixed the glitch. Right. <laughs> Fix the glitch. We didn't fire him. We just fixed the glitch. You're not gonna pay him. Man. My stapler. Oh my god. Now, going to the football side of things, he's still a free agent. He was cleared, medically cleared. There's a lot of teams reportedly interested in signing OBJ. Where do you see OBJ landing? I'll ask Claw first. I say the Chiefs. Claw says the Chiefs, and why? Uh, I mean, there's space. They need they need a savior over there. I mean, Juju's playing pretty good. Yeah, it's Juju though. It's that's, that's true. You know I mean, we need some like he, they need fresh legs. Somebody's oh, gonna be a playmaker. What do you think, Al? <laughs> Why do you think that? Where do I think? <laughs> poor Juju, man. Like, I disrespect my man Juju. Everywhere all, he goes. <laughs> all Juju want to do is have fun. Like, real talk, had he left Pittsburgh the, a year earlier and took that Chiefs deal a year earlier. I, let's, let's keep it on it. Let's keep yeah. it on it. The reason why we come at Juju is because he thought he was the man when A.B. was telling us. Listen, you know what? Sometimes we, we look at A.B. and he crazy, right? Sometimes we say that he a madman. I ain't gonna lie to you. A.B. was spot on. A.B. was spot on here. A.B. always spot on. A.B. was like, listen, you think that he tough? I was getting triple teams. He's getting single coverage. Of course he's going to get those numbers. And I still put up numbers. A.B. AB and Juju is two different animals. A.B., way better than Juju. But how Juju was acting. Yeah. He was acting like he was the real number one. Juju became the one. Right. He became the TikTok in the middle Facts. of the field. Facts. But, but, exactly. But, but then Big Ben was Big Ben wasn't but Big he, Ben at that time. He get one of these. He get one of these. You know that. Come on. But Big Ben wasn't Big Ben at that time too. You got to also add that into the equation. Juju was doing all right before he got concussed. What has he done since? The last couple of games with the Chiefs, he's been all right. Because he got Patrick Mahomes. Got Patrick I mean, Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes. I mean, uh, it took him a while to get up. I like Juju. We're going to leave it at I like Juju. Okay, so you defend That's fine. I like Juju. I like Juju. We got to know where he's at in the pack. <laughs> Juju, my exactly. friend. <laughs> he got fourth on the <laughs> yeah, Juju, my friend. He's cool, but yeah. like, he, he was I ain't taking too it. high a little I bit. I ain't taking his ass in fantasy. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> he going to cost me some money. I do. Okay? Cost me some money. But who do you think? What, where do you think OBJ lands? Um, I don't know where he lands, but I do know where I think he should land. Okay. And that's with Tennessee. Okay. I think. Tennessee's game is built on the run. I like that one. I don't think he's going to necessarily be asked to be the man because King Henry's still going to be the man of that team. But I think he'll give them something that they don't have, and he'll be able to sit there and give them that extra oomph because they're already leading their division. Yes. And um, are they top of the AFC right now or no? No, I think that they're... No, they're um, second or something like that, right? Yeah, yeah. 
I think he gives them what they need to be true contenders for that Super Bowl. And um, OBJ to Tennessee, I, it just makes the most sense to me. I just don't know if that's necessarily what's going to happen. What about but you, I, Six? No, I like the Tennessee one. Y'all are giving contenders, and I feel like OBJ should go to a contender. But if he wants to make money, either the Jaguars or the Bears, baby. Because those teams need help. Yeah. Oh, 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 <laughs> the, the Jaguars oh, need a one-on-one. One. Why, why would you send him to football purgatory and, and send him to Chicago? There's, there's a quarterback <laughs> over there can't get he him got a ring already. He needs to make his break. He never really got his NFL paycheck. He never truly he got, got paid, paid by the, the Giants for a year, and then they traded his ass. <laughs> he, got, he got his money on the face. So, I mean, no, I, like, I like Tennessee. I like uh, the Chiefs. I really don't know what's going on because it doesn't seem to be too much traction. Right. But those are great uh, contenders. Yes. But I'm just saying, if he wants money, Jaguars are the best. Okay. I think that's the only team that's going to really pony up for a guy like OBJ. I'm with you. I, I, I thought about that because we were talking about this you know, um, off camera. And the two places that I think is best for him, obviously, I'm a Cowboys fan. So I, I believe that he should be a Cowboy. <laughs> he, he, just, he just looks like a Cowboy. He does. And then with the money thing, he, yeah. can, get, he can get the minimum worth on something the, he small can, he can get and then the, make his money off Exactly. The we have yeah. the money to pay him. We can be able to give him 8 to $10 million. He can sign a two-year deal worth 16 to $20 million. You know what I mean? He can get that, repair his image, and possibly get another bag from us. Yeah. You know you know how Jerry is. But um so Cowboys are one, but the other team that I was thinking about, and I had said Tampa, but I think I you, you guys have convinced me otherwise about Tampa. Um I think Baltimore. That was one of the ones I was thinking of. I mm. think Baltimore would be a great place for him to go. Because again, it's kind of like Tennessee. They're run heavy. They don't have a real number one, but they have a tight end that gets a lot of attention. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So when you got a guy like OBJ and also, too, they signed Deshaun Jackson. Deshaun Jackson is a guy that can take the cover off the ball. So when you got guys like that that can be able to stretch the defense in the middle of that field is going to be left open. OBJ can do a lot of damage. He can do a lot of damage. I, do a lot I of love damage Deshaun Jackson. Team. Like, he'll tell you. Yeah. I love Deshaun Jackson. Always have. Deshaun Jackson got to be able to stay on the field. Nah, you're to right. Fresh that field. But what I'm saying is that it, it just the threat of just him, the threat of him, what is going to be able to? He already be able to out with up. a hamstring, man. Yo, like, come on, yo. Man. What you want to do? He old, okay? He's on the team, but he ain't on Listen, the team no more, man. Harbaugh should know. Just don't even let him practice. Just let him sit. Yeah, you should get let the him treatment. Let, let him sit all week. Let, let him sit all week, and then when when Sunday comes, you call him, and he go he, he, he drives to the arena. That's but it. But he gotta make it to the end of the game, man. All you need him for is three plays. <laughs> you, listen, you get one bomb. That's it. That's it. And the guys will be scared the rest of the game. He done for the rest of the game. He get one catch, <laughs> seventy eight yards. He good. He good. So I think I think OBJ would fit well there in Baltimore, and I think he would fit well in, in Dallas. Yeah, I, I do. I, I just and we'll we'll see we'll see what happens. Um, but you know, shouts to OBJ for being able to be in this position to pick and choose where yeah, you want to go. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because you know he he showed that he still had the juice. Right? We 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 were hearing for years of how people were dogging him and saying that he didn't have enough and. It, you know, people were siding with Baker and saying that oh, it, it was OBJ that was holding Baker Which back. Crazy. Poor Baker. No, but um, no, no, <laughs> <laughs> no, it wasn't. For all of those people, 
So, um, yeah, you know, OBJ, OBJ, I think we're going to get an answer. Um, we should get one soon. Somebody's going to Probably win. after Thanksgiving. If people yeah. are still yeah. bugging yeah. down Antonio Browns door after all those Listen, incidents, I still there's, sign, no I, there's no I'll reason. There's no reason OBJ should be right now. And to, and to <laughs> think, I call man, him right now. And to think, OBJ started with a catch against the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like that's, yeah. Where, that's, where the, the that's where it started. started. So why not finish <laughs> with Dallas Cowboys? Yeah, Full circles. They, they got rid of Coop. They got that 20 million checking up. They don't don't throw shots. Like, they only signed like two other people. They don't got th- the money. Don't throw shots. I'm saying they have the money. Like we, they can we actually all, afford We it. always have the money. <laughs> we just don't spend it. It's a problem. <laughs> Cowboys. All right, moving on. Moving on. I don't want to talk about Dallas anymore. Um, I find this... I find this next topic funny. Um, I want to say that when somebody likes you, whether it be in business or anything, it doesn't matter what skills you have. It doesn't matter what background you have in that particular field. Somebody likes you and they're in a position of power. They're going to be able to give you that opportunity. Mm Mm-hmm. And doesn't matter what it looks like, they don't really care, right? And what what is that called when family gives other nepotism? Fa- nepotism, right? And what we're seeing with the Indianapolis Colts at this point is nepotism at its highest level. The good old boys club. The good old boys club. There's so many coaches that deserve chances and deserve looks and you go all the way and you hire Jeff fucking Saturday ESPN analyst an analyst to be a head coach he's never coached Pee-wee and now he's coaching an NFL team now granted he coached high him. school. He coached yeah. high school. I'm about to say he coaches girls' high school football team. Okay, all right, that's fair. He, he coaches baby. That's fine, girl. That's fine. Granted, the man got to win. <laughs> man, they get a win. But just looking at him, he don't look the part. And you know they they always say you know the white executives always try to say that you got to look the part, right? You got to look the part of a head coach. He don't look the part of a head coach. He don't talk like a head coach. And is this something that can be investigated where you can just be able to just hire somebody off the street? There's no protocol. There's no process. For, for interim coach, there isn't. There's right. no, there's no. Pro- for interim coach, you can skip. There's no. You can process. skip the process. You can skip the process for interim coach. Now, if they decide to keep him, I don't know how it works if you want to make the interim the head coach. Right. But if they have to look for another coach next year, that's when they would have to do the Rooney rule. Because I don't even think that. He's looking to be a coach he, next he, season. He found out everything what we found right. Out. Everything <laughs> right. But everything you hear him sp- how, how he speaks, mm. he's just coaching for the end of the season, mm-hmm. just to give them a bridge to be able to find who they want. Now, granted, that, there's nothing wrong with that. I'm not coming at Saturday. I'm coming at the process. Right. It's just it just looks bad. Bad. You know what I mean? For an organization that listen. Mr. Polian, he, he oh, what's his name? Ursay? Yeah. Ursay's that Jim is, Ursa, is, yeah. is, is, is the owner. 
he just comes off as I, I, I this is bad. It's a bad look, man. Horrible. And, and Saturday I don't necess- knows it too because, right. like you said, he's not trying to stay. He's not trying to stay. He knows the coaches on the staff are disrespect, right. feel disrespected. He knows the players are looking at like what the hell's going right. on. He was a lineman. He played with enough black players to understand the temperature, and I feel like he's he he's he's cool enough with the coaches to kind of understand what's going on. Right. So like he he's like you said, he's not even trying to stay. Nah. He's letting you know I'm just gonna finish up. Every, every time he told you, like, listen, I'm only here for eight games. He's letting us know I got you. He said, look, he may he may give you a countdown every time they play. I'm gonna hit seven games. I'm like six games, five games. I'm on here. Three games. So he understands. He I understands the temperature. He understands what's going on. So if he yeah. knows what's going on, Ursa and then and whoever they gotta know what's going on. Bro. This organization, so, they're, they're, in they're in shambles. I know a lot of people went to the whole black coach thing when um when Jeff Saturday got hired. Right. There's a lot of white men pissed off. Yeah. That didn't get that More job. More whites than the blacks, trust me. Because I know a lot. I did the black coach thing for half a day. I was talking to him, but like I'm happy they didn't pick a black coach because like this is just He'd have been a scapegoat. He'd have been a scapegoat. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what and that's what happened. That and that was that's my number one right there. That's the type of jobs we get. Scapegoat. All the time. We get the yeah. we need to rebuild. Right. We need somebody to sit here and look keep at, look this at poor Steve Wilkes. Right? <laughs> and poor Steve Wilkes in Carolina. This is the second coaching job. It's another bad shit job, right? And, and they're going to move last. on again. They're going to move on from him. Yeah. But with Jeff Saturday, um, for what, like, I don't necessarily know Jeff Saturday or people who know Jeff Saturday, but everything that I've heard from things that I've listened to, Jeff Saturday is one of those people who... Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Great mode. Like the, the hard parts about coaching, he got down. He's a good motivator. He's a people person. He's a people person. He knows how to motivate the people. He knows how to get people to be able to move behind him. Now, as far as play calling, um, figuring out how to do certain things, he got the assistance for that. And Well, we're not banging on Saturday. We're banging right. on the process. It's a process. Because he might be a great coach. Exactly. He's mm-hmm. a great with personality time. with time. Yeah. It's really about delegation. You get a good crew and you know how to run things. You couldn't be good. It's a process. Right. That we have like, think about attack. it. If they would have hired Saturday as a as a line coach or or a consult, like we'd be like, okay, that's good. But for but you to get into the chair, it's also Jim Ursay, and I think oh, that's Jim what I'm Ur- saying. I think yeah. Jim Ursay wants to sit there and and make the contrarian move to sit there and say, "Oh, this is what you expect." No, this is what I'm gonna do. The, he, and look at me win. Do- if Jeff Saturday is successful, yeah, Jim Ursay is gonna. He's gonna puff his chest out. He's the Mad King. That's what he is. <laughs> yeah, real talk. You gonna- understand? Jeff Saturday got the text really around the time we did. Like he didn't interview for the job. He was probably at home and he saw had, breaking news. It's not like he had interviews and they finally <laughs> called him back. Like, it's like it's like, hey yeah, Jeff, like, yo, you're, you're coaching you know, for me on Saturday, yeah, on Sunday. Like, that's, like, that's how he it's found out. How he found yo, out, bro. Like, that's nuts. Y'all think he got a text or he got a DM? I think he got the text. I said he said, yo, yo, Jeff, meet me in Indianapolis right. on Sunday. Yo, pull, like, up, <laughs> pull up, pull up to the stadium on Sunday. All right, cool. 
Yeah, you the coach. What? It's good. We ain't got no coach here. You got you got a good coach. Game. Surprise. Right. <laughs> but I think um crazy. That's nuts. Bro. I think like I think it's nuts that he got the job, and I think it's um it's gonna be really interesting to see. like. I'm really interested in seeing no how matter this how plays good out. he does. I don't think people are gonna handle. Job. I think it's the process. Yeah. That people are mad at. Yeah. I, that, that's what I'm saying. Like I've heard you know Joy Taylor talk about it. No, I, nobody has banged on Jeff Saturday. Yeah, mm. it's it's about who's in charge, who gave him this opportunity, and how it looks across the league, league wide. Black that's and what, white, you can't is. even make this a black. Yeah, nah. Because like I said, this not a you ain't was on the coaching staff, right. at the time. <laughs> like my God, bro. Like <laughs> there's a. All I'm saying is there's a lot of because a black coach. Never gonna get this opportunity ever, ever, ever to to be uh, to be oh, picked. Never, never to be picked. Like you, y'all, y'all really got to think about it. To be taken as an interim head coach right. from outside the organization, outside the organization. <laughs> it will never in a million years happen to a black for man. a black coach. No, absolutely That's not. nuts, bro. But what, but when you think about it. It's nuts for it to happen. So Period. It's, it's Period. almost like yeah. it'll never happen in a million years for a white coach. So there's like a list of white guys looking at this like, hold on, what the fuck? Well, I mean, we, we, we did see this in basketball, right? Let's leave that. <laughs> right? <laughs> so, it has merit. I'm going to get on KD later. No, of course. But, um, facts. But, but, yeah, I, listen. I got no problem with Jeff Saturday. But I got a big problem with Jim Mercy. I do. Mm-hmm. I do. Um, and I mean, I love Jim Irsay's level of fuck it though. Like, I gotta appreciate <laughs> that. Yeah, man. That was kind of a crazy situation. But yeah, like, like you, you really gotta appreciate the level <laughs> of fuck it that that man has in his system. <sighs> he's, he's something else, man. He's getting old, but you know what it is? He's getting old because his father used to run the team in a way that was very hands on, and Jim Irsay felt like that's why the Colts were bad for so long. Right. So when he came into power, he actually wanted to be hands off, and they had a lot of success. But these past few years, he's been very hands-on, and things are not going well. Right. I mean, like, there's really no reason to fire Frank Wright. The list of quarterback no. that it he looked got, real bad for Frank bro, Wright but, that but, just said they came it. in and won that think first about game. It. They fired, they fired the coordinators, and then they fired Frank Wright. Yeah. Like, just let him finish the season. I don't think it looks bad for Frank Wright. I think he made. Um, uh, I think he did well with what. Don't he be had. surprised. I think. I think surprised if, if he goes back to the Eagles. Yeah. I can see him going back to the Eagles. I think the more Jeff Saturday win, the worse it's going to look for Frank. Nah, Frank had a winning record with bad quarterbacks. He just, he just yeah. couldn't get enough it's, it's, I understand they, the record. It's the done, perception, though. They have done a poor job putting the right person behind center mm-hmm. on that team. Frank Wright is Every a quarterback whisperer. He, he, he asked for Carson. But if he, he asked for Carson, then they gave him Carson. But Carson didn't play too bad. He, Remember, it was more of the vaccine thing that got him off right, the team. Right, bro, they, they were a winning football team last year. They got the league, got him off the team. Like, they were a winning football team last like, year. It meant a lot for a lot of owners, bro. Were, he, he they were a winning Marty football Cooper, team behind Jonathan Taylor. That. That's fine, but Carson Wentz Did y'all look, see that last game that Carson yes, Wentz played? Was he was horrible, was man. Yeah, but, but we're talking about the totality of the season. He wasn't horrible. He was not good, bro. Was it, I don't know what y'all was were watching. He was average. He was average. Average, average for who? If they would have went to the playoffs, if they won that. That's what I'm saying. Game. They would have won and they would have gotten the playoffs. So they, it couldn't be that bad. Yeah. Couldn't be that bad. But, um, yeah, moving on. Moving on. Um, <laughs> Please. <laughs> From Carson. I feel bad for Derek Carr, y'all. Yeah. I have, I have never seen a man cry like that. 
Not not an NFL player. Not an NFL player. player. Yeah. Like cry normally, to your yeah, right. That's my quarterback. <laughs> teammate, quarterback. He's doing some fair. Man, he, he was he was trying to keep that job because he knew he was wrong. Lost yeah. the team. He knew he was wrong. You he was trying to keep his job. But there's only two times that a man will cry like that, in my opinion. It's when his woman leaves him, <laughs> divorced, right? I know Tom Brady cried like that in, in call. He, he got a, he had to cry like that in call when Giselle left him. And when you're so mad and you want to fight mm-hmm. and you know you, but can't, you can't. But you can't. Yeah. That's when and that pain comes out in tears. That's what I saw from Derek Carr. It wasn't like, you know, his soul was crushed. He was so mad that he can't curse out his owner. He can't curse out whoever he wants to curse out and the pain just got too much for him he's that mad this this organization is a dumpster fire Mm -hmm. and it's been that way for decades they have been bad since the tuck rule Mm -hmm. since the tuck game i don't know the coach is bad i I really blame doesn't matter what coach you put in there no they have been bad since the tuck game bro they they don't get the browns uh who was the the interim coach that they had last year the 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 reporting and the jets reporting but they haven't been bad for just as long bro they they have that same stink yeah who who was that interim coach that they had last year after they got rid of just masaccia so he got them to the the playoffs he got them to the playoffs like to be honest with you josh is a bad coach we He's, all know that, though. So I, I really don't but think that it, has to do with who. Yeah, Mark yeah, Davis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, the yeah. Chloe, what do you think? <laughs> Same thing. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, it's it's bad, man. Like this is a loyal fan base. Very. Yeah. They love the Raiders, and that fan base deserves better. Derek Carr deserves better. Yep. He's not a bad quarterback. He's one of the most underrated quarterbacks. In the NFL, what he did, what him and Rich Basaccia did with that team last season, when they were struggling, they had all the turmoil. They made the playoffs last yeah, year. That's dope, bro. They were six and seven and won their last four games, then got into the playoffs. Lost their wide receiver and lost in lost a tough coach. game in the in the in the wild card round. Yeah, you understand they what I'm saying? Fought in that one they too. fought in that game. So from them to go from that, then you, I remember when they hired Josh McDaniel. I said it's over for them. It's over for them. I've never seen a head coach get more chances to fail than Josh McDaniels. I've never seen a head coach be able to turn down several jobs and still be the top candidate for jobs. What has he done? What has he done to make you believe that he can do this at this level? He failed with the Broncos. He didn't want the coach job because he knew he would fail there. After saying yes, after saying yes, and went back to he went back to New England and still got a job. Another opportunity. That's what I'm saying. What black coach you know can turn down a job and still be here? None. 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 So I want to know what people see in Josh McDaniels to give him this opportunity. He's not a great communicator. He never was. He was a terrible communicator when he was in Denver. He didn't learn anything. You, you got you got certain people who are really, really good coordinators, and they can't He's translate. He's a great coordinator. You can't translate it into being Just a like Todd coach. Bowles. Yeah. Todd Bowles, one of the best defensive coordinators Facts. that I've seen in my time. Horrible really paying attention. Yeah. Horrible, horrible head coach. Horrible head coach. Yeah. Josh McDaniel. Like, you want to know the craziest thing about 
the, like the one thing that really bothered me the most about this whole um, Raiders offense, everything that he did as an OC, he made Amendola, Julian Edelman, um, what was the other, Wes Welker, mm-hmm. slot machines. Right. Like built everything from the inside out, tight ends from yeah. the inside out. You got Darren Waller and Hunter Renfro. Can't do nothing with them. Josh Jacobs can catch out the and you field. And you have number 17 on the outside. Yeah, you got you got number 17 on the outside. The last time he had something like Max that was Crosby the... Was the um, like like you said, Josh Jacobs having a bounce back year. Like, yeah, it's... it's like, weird, you got bro. all of these pieces. Dumpster fire, dude. Dumpster fire. All of these pieces, and you can't do nothing. Dumpster fire, dude. So, you know, Derek Carr needs to go. Like, I don't even want to spend too much time on this shit because... I want to see him on the Jets. He just... Year. Yeah, yeah. I think there's a pathway going to that. I, I agree. I think, uh, depending on what the Jets do in the playoffs, I think they may go away from Wilson. And, and they, really, I if think he's they need available. To. Really, I don't know if they're just going to go away from Wilson, but if Carr is available, I can see the Jets trying to pick him up. Yeah, I, I think, agree. I think he can do something with them. I agree. Um, I, I, think, I think it's time for them to... Uh, to cut bait, if if they don't want to cut bait with him, he needs to cut bait with them. Mm-hmm. Um, because I, I feel bad for the guy. But um, after the break, we're gonna do some contender pretender. Right, I already brought him. Yeah, I like you that. Already know I'm leaning. So let's see, let's see what Claw got because he's he's very interesting with these things. Yo, this is Cigar Jensen Gals. Want to give a shout out to my boy Barry for leaving podcast. Keep doing your thing, bro. Killing it. Welcome back, y'all. So, new segment. Um, contenders and pretenders. We need I want, theme song for that. that I, I, I do. That sounds hard. Yeah, we need yeah, a theme yeah. song for that. <laughs> I, I, I need. I need something. Somebody. Somebody got to make me a beat. So, uh, anybody out there that want to do that, send that in, man. Um, yeah, I, I need to know four contenders and four pretenders. Claw, who you got? Uh, four contenders. I'm gonna go Jets. I'm gonna go Vikings. I'm gonna go. I hate to say it. I go Giants. So contenders. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. I respect that. And then um, I'm gonna go Seahawks. Okay. Okay. I was mm-hmm. thinking that. Very nice. Pretenders. Bucks. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. Go. I'm with you on that. Cardinals. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Anybody that has Cliff Kingsbury is always going to be a pretender. I'm going to go... I'm going to go Eagles. Mm. What? I'm going to go Eagles. I was going to fight you. It's a disrespect, man. <laughs> I should, I should be saying, bro. And last but not least, I'm probably going to go Rams. Okay. I mean. Yeah, they out of here, bro. Man, I don't even know <laughs> if they're in the conversation. They're they not even thinking about it. Yeah, they're they, not even thinking about it. They always think that there's going to be something left. <laughs> <laughs> that shit is on E, bro. We got six. Uh, I definitely like the Jets. I love that pick by him. I think that's a great, young, solid team. I think they have a lot of depth everywhere. Not 100% sold on the coach quarterback combination, but if you're going to get rid of one, I think if you get rid of the quarterback, I definitely want to see what that coach has Although to do. Daniel Jones is playing very well. Oh, you told me about Zach yeah, Wilson. Yeah, Zach Wilson. Um, yeah, I, I agree with you. I think 
they are going to have to make a decision very quickly Mm -hmm. with that kid because I said it coming out of the draft. He looked like a kid that was scared and is not prepared. Mm -hmm. And I remember um, at BYU, they played Coastal Carolina. And that was one of the most, that was the most competitive game that they played that year. And he looked bad. And in my head, I'm like, okay, you play one good team and they shake you up. What do you think the NFL is going to be? Exactly. So, um, yeah, I, I'm not impressed by him at all. But I, there's still time for him. But, yeah, go ahead. I don't want to. That's fine. Uh, the team we talked about earlier, Tennessee Titans. Yes. Uh, eight in a row games where. Solid. Not just necessarily covered. They look good. Yes. Played well. Played well. Coach. Um, they're know not making so much noise where they're getting all this attention where they kind of get the team distracted. Right. They're a little bit flying under the radar, and I definitely like teams like that. So I'm definitely going to say the Titans are, are definitely co- uh, contenders. Uh, I love the 49ers, and I have to throw them out because they have a 5-5 five and five record. They're only 500. Right. But I feel like they're a team who can go against anybody. And when those playoff lights go on, I feel like this year more than any other year, they're really, really, really going to be ready. Uh, Jimmy have the pieces. been to the Super Bowls. So I don't know. Hopefully he doesn't make that one bad pass type thing. I think CMC is ready to make some noise in this league again. Uh, Debo, they they kind of put him on ice, and I think they're waiting for the end of the season. I think that's smart. That's very, very yeah. smart. So uh, I, I think they have a lot of depth, a lot of places. So at 5-5, five and five, I'm definitely going to go with the, uh, the, the San Francisco 49ers. And my last contender... Again, uh, they're not necessarily flying under the radar. They had a weird start to the season. You could have thought that they had a Super Bowl hangover, but I feel like the Bengals have really come back in the last few weeks. Okay. Uh, put a couple yeah. games together. I think they're playing well as a team, or offensively and defensively. And because they had that like lull in the beginning, again, people not talking them. Sometimes when people talk about you too much, it's a curse. Yeah, of course. It's a curse. Sometimes when you can fly under the radar, just do what you got to do, fix the things that you need to fix. And be ready for, for, for playoffs, that's that's what you need. That's what you need. And that's why I got to uh gotta switch my set and then put the um the Eagles as pretenders. Mm. Because mm. I think I think they're good enough to win a couple more have a great season. Twelve and four, eleven and, and three, whatever it is. But then I feel like they'll get that first week by in the playoffs and run into the 49ers and get right. dog walked. Right. That's just how I feel. So yeah. Uh, I don't want to call them pretenders. I feel like that's a bridge too far for an eight and one team, but uh, I I don't think they're gonna go as far as people think they're gonna go. This you know, year. the last time you spoke like that about my Eagles, I was at your house and they were winning the Super Bowl. <laughs> I recall telling you in the beginning of the season that your Eagles are gonna win the Super Bowl. Hey. You told me to shut up and not to bring it up. I told you don't put no bad juju on it. <laughs> but I remember you sitting there telling me, "Oh, Tom Brady's gonna." Yo, the, I'm not even gonna go let back the man to that. Finish this list, man. Don't get don't get personal, man. No, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I hear all kind of Prete- disrespect. Pretenders, I gotta go with the Browns. Uh, uh-huh. I think they started the season off pretty well. I thought they were gonna be able to keep things afloat until Deshaun Watson came. And and sometimes they still look pretty good, but the way they've ended these games and and what are they three and six? The way they've had some of these losses, man. Like and they're not using Kareem Hunt at all at all, yeah. bro. And they have pieces on on the team so they really should be contenders with or without Watson but the way they've been playing I'm going to have to say they're pretenders this one hurts my own heart <sighs> Patriots boy mm. oh man um, how dare you I love the Pats bro but what what's going on 
We don't have a quarterback. Hey, hey, hey. We don't have a viable Leave offense. Leave Mac Daddy Jones alone. I okay? love that Bill Jack Bill can still scheme up a defense and do something, but after watching the Chicago Bears run all over us, I've I've lost hope for this season. I, I, listen, if I they really if have. they had Josh McDaniels, Mac Daddy <laughs> would be all right. You know, they, they need a coordinator. They just they do. And they, my very last one, um, the Giants. I think they're playing well. And I yes. think I see so many good things from the Giants. Just not ready yet. The only reason I say pretenders, not only are they not ready yet, this is the year for them to do it. You're right. Saquon may not get that uh, second contract. Daniel Jones may not get that extension. You're right. I don't know what the hell's going on with the receivers. This might be the year, like, they had their, the last year that they have all these pieces intact. And I just don't see it happening for them. So even though they're 73, I'm going to have to call them pretenders. Okay, that's fair. What about you, Al? You know what I'm gonna say. Go ahead, yeah, man. man it's your people. So, you a front runner. You a Eagles fan. Go ahead, put them there. So, we already know they going there. Eagles. We just, we just gonna start it out right there. <laughs> Eagles. Eagles. Right. Contenders. Okay. Eagles. No explanation needed. We've already done it. I know. I know. Our run defense been looking a little bit shaky, but we we just signed Sue. Mm-hmm. You know, what I mean, Jordan gonna be coming back soon. Got Linval Joseph. Yeah, we are gonna sit there, shore up a little bit of that, and then boom, Eagles. Right. You know, um, I'm surprised nobody said Buffalo. I know we they haven't looked good for like the past two weeks, but but I think that they, yeah, I mean, I think we want to do deep dives because yeah, I, I mean, no, you Buffalo. can yeah. Buffalo's you can Buffalo's say, fine. Like you, yeah. you, you like you, you. Re- I mean, we could do deep dives all you want, but at the end of the day, you it's ju- it's just like I'm not going to put the Chiefs out there because, like you said, like obvious things yeah, are yeah, obvious things, but. Obvious. It's really gonna be difficult to be able to walk past them. Like I agree, you know what I mean. I like agree. you can like you can't sit there and say nothing about that. So, um, Cincinnati was another one I was gonna pull out for all the reasons that you sit there and say. And then Tennessee. I mean, and if, as far as pretenders, the Giants, mm-hmm. um, the Chargers. Okay. Um, Facts, yeah, they be flying on the radar. They had a lot of talk about taking that next step, being better than the Chiefs, being better than Mahomes. Brandon Staley holds them back. Did not happen. Yeah, I mean their roster. They're, also, their we'll roster is that good. Pretty early, so we'll see. But Brandon Staley's an idiot. Yeah. So I mean, no, they don't. They don't have that threat. Like they got a bunch of guys that just get the ball thrown to them, and they're a celebrity for the week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. The, the main star on the team is still Justin Herbert. Like hands and down. they're they're not durable. Mm-hmm. That's, that's really that's what the it problem. is. That's the problem. Yeah. Um, I like Gino, but I think the Seattle, I think Seattle's pretenders. Good story, but yeah, I, I can see that. Like, yeah. I don't, I don't think it's gonna go yeah. past what it is. You know what I mean? And right. then outside of that, I mean Dallas. I think they're pretenders, though. Dallas. I think they're like right in the middle. Nah. You think they're pretenders? Yeah, I feel like that defense is a Super Bowl nah. caliber defense. Really, yeah. I agree. Even with the, even with the running issues, I don't know if all teams can run on them. Mm-hmm. I think the Packers were able to listen when you go on a five game losing streak. Like sometimes something in you just kicks up. I don't know if every team and, is doing and, that. And mind you, Aaron Rodgers owns us. Yeah, so so you know he. I like he, I like Mike's. I like the Bucks. Yeah. I do like them as as pretenders because I mean yeah they're rounding into form but like I just don't see it for this team bro yeah I just but I mean, but at the same time it's gonna be real funny if Tom Brady goes into the playoffs and has to go against like fucking Geno Smith and shit like it's it's gonna be pretty interesting but I, I like I like Mike's pick for pretenders the Bucks yeah so who do I have 
Contenders. Listen, I'm not gonna hate. I I, I will put. Um, Gotta say it, man. Gotta say it, bro. <laughs> hey, take your glasses off and say it. You gotta look into the camera for look that. Look me my eyes. I will say the Eagles are contenders. I think um, at this point, I've seen seen a lot of good things out of this team. Um, will they win a Super Bowl? I'm not gonna go that far, but I think that they're gonna be in the mix for that. Um, I think. Contender wise, Baltimore Ravens. I the Baltimore Ravens were my dark horse Super Bowl team, and I think they have a chance. I, I think that if they can be able to get healthy at the right time, if Lamar can kind of work out some of the kinks that he's had this season, um, I think they can be able to make a run. Now, obviously, matchups make a ton of difference mm-hmm. in the playoffs, right? Yeah. So. It depends on who they matched up with, but I think they got a shot. Um, I like the Tennessee Titans. I do. I think the Titans they just look the part. They look the part. They yeah. look the part of a of a of a confident team. They understand what they're doing. They know what their weaknesses are. They know what their strengths are, and that's a team that. Is going to be a very tough out. Yeah, that's like, what I'll You know what I mean? Like, you're going to have to beat them. They're not going to beat themselves. Mm-hmm. They never beat themselves. You know what I mean? So, that's a mark of a great team. Um, last contender for me. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I would have to say... Oh, Jets. I'm on Jets. I'm surprised. I'm, I'm on Jets. Gonna, I thought you were going to go Vikings. Nah, I'm I on Jets. Finally, of Curtis Flowers. I'm on Jets. I think what I've seen out of Robert Sala in this team, I think, given again, if they get the right matchups, they could possibly win a game or two in the playoffs. They can. They they're good enough to do that, man. They 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 fly around on defense. Sauce, yeah, Sauce Gardner is, is a monster. Garrett Wilson is special. Like, you know, I remember I was telling Claw out of the gate, uh, the draft, I said, you remember Santonio Holmes? Mm. He has better hands than Holmes. And he's mm. proven that. Yeah. You know, he's, a, he's, a, he's going to be a legit number one on that team. Um, the running game. Uh, I, I think Michael Carter has done a good job stepping in. Obviously, Brees Hall got hurt. That's unfortunate. Yeah. I think they'd be a way better team if Brees Hall still stayed healthy. Can they get anything out of James Robinson? I don't know. But we'll see. If they can, that that can still be a nice one-two punch because Robinson, he's a good running back. He's yeah. he's all right. You know what I'm saying? It, can he get up to speed? We'll, we'll, we'll see. But Zach Wilson, man, it, it, it's... For me, if, if the Jets are smart, they turn the keys over to Mike White. They should have given him a chance a couple weeks. Turn the keys yeah. over to Mike White and give him because Mike White 
went, he he won some games for them last year yeah. and played well. So I don't understand why you wouldn't want to give him a shot after seeing how bad Zach Wilson looks. I mean, you can't you can't you can't go back to white right now after Wilson won that game. No, nah, I get you. Yeah. I get now, you. But a couple weeks ago. But a couple weeks ago. A couple weeks ago, yeah. But now you, you ran game. the Flacco train. You should have been running yeah, the Mike White train. For real. You know what I mean? You brought back some bad memories with San Antonio Holmes, bro. I'm not gonna hold you. San Antonio Holmes, Sean Green, and fucking Mark Sanchez going <laughs> into pay, going into Foxborough and beating the 14. Yeah, yeah, baby. That's what I, that's hurts, what I was adjusting. That's, that's what I was adjusting. Back when they beat the Colts. Now, bro. my pretenders list is really good. First one on my pretenders list are those Vikings. <laughs> those Vikings are on my pretenders list. You know why? Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins is the one that's going to stop this team from getting anywhere. Kirk Cousins, he will get you to the playoffs. You ain't getting nowhere after that. Lights is too bright. Too bright. Unless unless that game at noon. Right? (laughs) Uh, Give him the 1 o'clock playoff games. Pretender. The Giants. Yeah. Sorry, Nicole. Uh, (laughs) The Giants are pretenders because, like you said, and I agree with you, it's just, it's early. Um, they're they're overachieving right now. Brian Dable is a hell of a coach, of a and he's coach. done wonders for 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 uh, small hands, uh, Daniel Daniel Jones. Um, but they're just not there yet. You know what I mean? But they have the nucleus. They have the pieces. If they can be able to get, I think Galladay gets cut in the off season, and you know, cut round. Huh? He needs to be cut yesterday. I don't get it, bro. Yeah, so they got to pay him anyway. They so got, I was yeah. like, might as well keep him, but like, nah. <laughs> so, but, but they're, well they're close. Him, man. They're yeah, close. might as well cut him, bro. The next pretender I will have is um, I'm going Bengals. Really? I, I I think the Bengals, they are, if it ain't Jamar Chase to bar- or Burrow to Chase, it, it just, to me, they struggle, you know. I know Burrow's good. I understand, but the Higgins, line, boy. the line still, the right. line still doesn't impress me at all. Um, Joe Mixon, Joe Mixon, they're wasting Joe Mixon right now, and I, I just don't think that they have that same juice that they had last year. Um, and the last pretender is the Dallas Cowboys. The Dallas Cowboys are my biggest pretenders. Mm. Seriously. Because the thing is with me, the reason why, it's, 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 a, it's a lot, right? You have a, an owner GM that doesn't want to improve the team to be able to have them maximize the ability that they have. So you, you have a struggling wide receiver core. You have a quarterback that puts you in bad positions. And you have an offensive coordinator and a head coach that puts you in bad positions. You have a defense that is undisciplined a lot. We lead the league in turnovers the last two seasons. I wonder why. That screams pretender for me. So it doesn't matter if they're six and two or six and three. They it, it, these next three games are gonna show everybody if the Cowboys are real or they're not. Because they can easily be six and five coming out of the stretch. And they and they have the 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 Giants on a. On, on Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. it's not going to be an easy game either at all. So, pretenders to me, you know, and they they're pretenders because they put themselves there. I truly applaud you for being honest. That's what I am. Thank you. Yeah, I, I, I gotta listen. And now they had Cooper Rush. 
at quarterback. See, that's why I can't stand Dallas. <laughs> hey, that's hey, why I can't stand. You see the honesty that he just gave you? The minute the season is over, we got this next year. All right? The minute the season, listen, I won't even give if, you a chance to if breathe. We had, if we have Cooper Rush now, I'd be like, listen, Super Bowl all the way. Okay? I won't trust that. I would trust him. And that's why we're the biggest frauds in the NFL right now. Now, now for our picks of the week, right? What are our picks of the week? But before that, you you gamble, right? Yeah. You know I gamble. Do. Nicole, I, you're a loan shark. I know you don't gamble, but you you take the money, right? You find people, you break knees. I understand that. You know, Jimmy, you don't gamble. Not on sports. Claw, he, he, he holds them down while she breaks yeah, knees. Exactly. <laughs> Claw Claw gambles. He, he does. He gambles a lot. He's actually in a Gamblers Anonymous, aren't you? It's anonymous, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't have said nothing, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so, you know, my bookie stuff. You ready? You guys ready? Mm-hmm. Sports betting is intense enough. You shouldn't need to sweat your payouts. My bookie has a no-strings bonus unless you cash in and cash out quick. Follow the link in the description of this video and use promo code even on a deposit of $50 or more and you can receive up to $200 in cash instantly to your MyBookie account. It's pretty good. Using this bonus is simple. You bet your deposit amount once and you're ready to cash out. No strings attached with MyBookie. And with this bonus, on my bookie so you can focus on what's important thanksgiving week people family food and securing that money bag it's important i like that bet anything anytime anywhere only with my bookie so picks of the week let's go get it claw what is your pick of the week in regards to the NFL? I am going to go. I'm going to go with the Jets. Why? It's a statement game. Okay. I mean, I feel that they win this, and I feel like the Bills are on a little bit of a decline. They can go from zeros to heroes. And this is the week to do it. So you got the Jets... At Patriots, and you got the Jets busting up those Patriots. We're gonna catch the win. I'm gonna say you busting them up. Well, New England is minus three and a half at home. So, what do you think? Take the points. Do it. Take the points. You betting the money line Jets, and you taking the points as well? Taking it all. This week statement game. What about you, six? I'm I'm gonna go with an underdog, uh, a horrible, morbid team that's going nowhere and has nothing to play for. Uh-huh. But those are the guys. Sometimes you gotta watch out for. Facts. I think Washington had a great win against Ooh, the Eagles. Tyler Heineke, and I think they won their Super Bowl yeah. uh, last week. Yeah. So I definitely see them going into Houston, and they're supposed to win. But I can see Houston actually pulling one out. And the one and seven and one bit. Houston Texans. I mean, I don't think they finished the season, you know, one and sixteen. Right. Or, so I, I definitely think they could pull one out here against the Washington Redskins. Okay. So that that spread is they got Washington minus three. So you got Texans money line, and you also taking the points. Yeah, points and money. Mm. Uh, I like this. Interesting. One. What about you, Al? I was gonna say Washington. <laughs> I was gonna go Washington, but 
my second pick, I'd probably say Detroit over New York. Okay. Okay. Come on, give me some more. Give me some more. Oh, nah, Detroit over New York. I think that um I think that running game is gonna come in. I like the, I like Williams. And um I think that Detroit has been able to sit there and fight through most of their games, even though they've lost most of their games. And but J- Jamie Lee Curtis hasn't hasn't played that bad either. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm surprised you didn't say Philly. Jared After G- losing this week and Jared going Goff against has the, been uh, Colts, I, I feel like Philly is is gonna put. Well, the I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to go with the obvious. Them win. in San Francisco, I really, really like San Francisco to kind of take off. Right. Uh, they've lost a couple games this season, and I feel like they're still gonna end up with a great record. I feel they go twelve and four, and right now they're five and four, so I feel like this is the takeoff week. So, yeah. so what do you think? You you going money line? Are you going you going money line or the, or, the, or, the, or the points? I'm going money line. I'm not taking the points. You ain't taking the points. I'm not taking the points with Detroit. Okay. Okay. My game of the week, y'all. I'm gonna tell you. Bengals and Steelers. I was looking at that. That was another one I was looking at. I am taking the Steelers. Mm -hmm. Really? I'm Mm -hmm. taking the Steelers at home. Mm -hmm. Oh, you don't like money. Cincinnati is minus four. I like it. It's gonna be a close game. It's a division game. I think that this game is going to Pittsburgh. I'm taking the money line and I'm taking the points. Wow. Yep. You got you got to back Tomlin, man. Like I'm, listen, Tomlin ain't losing. going down like that. The division rival. Tomlin Higgins knows how to coach back. in the division. Higgins it's going to be a tough game. Chase ain't back. Chase ain't and, back. Chase ain't back. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, I, I got Steelers. You tough. Yeah. It's going to be a tough game, but it, one of them last minute field goals. Facts. <laughs> Facts. Could definitely do it for real. Yep. I think. I, I think. But honestly, go, that game could go horribly wrong for you too. Yeah. Yes. I'm about to say, <laughs> listen, I, I, that's kind of a fifty-fifty. Right I there. always <laughs> pick the risky ones. That's a but risky if you want to win some money, hey, listen, you put you some know. big money on it. If you win, this is going to look good. This is this is really really reminiscent. Of that Atlanta. Oh, come on, man. Uh, of that Pat- Atlanta Pattis is back. <laughs> All right? Pattis is back. That's you, what I'm I saying. I mean, that's what you said. And, that's, and, you, and, you, was, and you was wrong again. <laughs> I'm taking the Steelers. I don't care. All right? Listen to me. Don't. And bet that <laughs> at my bookie. All right? After the break, y'all, uh, obviously, we're going to talk some, some NBA. Some interesting stuff going on. Hoops. Mm. Yeah, some Hoops. KD. Just want to hoop? I ain't going to lie to you, boy. There's something wrong with him. Yeah, man. O- only KD I trust right now is KD3. That new knockoff <laughs> is fire. Go check it out. My man is getting better with time. Yo, Aging King, like fine wine. Fire. Fire, bro. It is. It 21 is. Savage need to shut his mouth. Okay? <laughs> That's all they need to shut his mouth. You know you're, you're how you walk that back, right? Yeah. yeah oh, I ain't mean. We heard you. We heard you. We heard you. We you know what you said, fam. Right? <laughs> we literally heard you're right. you. He has changed the game, whether you like it or not, he's changed it. He's impacted the game in some fashion or form. I, I'm going to find a ball miss for you to go to. <laughs> you go, you're going to turn that motherfucker out. <laughs> yeah, all the gals watching. <laughs> Grab him if you got him. If you got him. <laughs> all the gals watching. Minus, minus six. And I would like to formally welcome you to. Welcome. And welcome. And welcome. To the grid. To the grid. To the grid. To the grid. Welcome to the grid. And welcome, welcome to, to the, the grid. grid. Welcome to the grid.
Welcome back, y'all. I'm going to have fun with this one. What's wrong with the Nets? Everything. <laughs> What's wrong with the Nets, Claude? I don't like them. I mean, come on now. I, I know you're a Knicks fan, but... That's all, that, uh, all that matters to me. Yeah, all that matters to you? Listen. They've been through a rough patch, mm-hmm. to say the least. Okay, Kyrie, Ben Simmons, KD. But what I want to talk about first... Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons did an interview. Um, I don't know if it was a, a had to be a few days ago, maybe a week ago, probably. Um, saying that how how much he's struggled with, you know, coming back and how the the Philly thing really messed him up and all that stuff. And it's just like, I don't know if I feel bad for him. But mental health is it, it's a it's an issue with him. I, I think he's struggling mentally with being a basketball player or being at the level that he needs to be at, as well as I think that mental problem that he's having. I'm not I don't want to say problem, but there's a there's a challenge that he's going, he's he's dealing with right now. I think it's starting to manifest into the physical. Mm-hmm. A lot of times when, you know, you're, you're not where you want to be mentally, things start to manifest, and I think that's what's going on with him. Like, he's not, he's not where he needs to be as an athlete, and his body is not catching up, because. Ben Simmons knows how to play ball. They say he's nice in practice. He knows how to he knows how to defend at a high level. He knows how to pass. He understands and has basketball IQ positioning. But when you see him moving on the court with the Nets, they don't have a defensive presence. The whole team is not playing any defense. He's not leading them in playing any defense. Now, granted, uh, they they played last what was it last night or the night before. And he had what fifteen points, thirteen rebounds, and seven assists. Um, and I, I think that was his best game of the season. But is that going to be an outlier, or, or are we going to see more struggles out of Ben Simmons? Outlier, because the game before he had a wide open shot under the basket and he uh, didn't even look right. And I think that's something that we've seen um, more and more. I think what he needs is I don't want to just kick this kid out the league because it's going to be so hard to get back. But I don't think he can be or get back to what he was on the Brooklyn Nets. I think it's too big of a stage, uh, too many cameras, too many questions. I think he might, it might help him to go to NBA Siberia for a year or two. I mean, NBA Siberia bowling right now. Just to get his game back. Yeah, I, I mean, that, that um, helped the reporters and the questions and the criticism right. don't help. And being in a place like the Nets, you're on a bigger stage. So. Especially with the players that you're playing with. Exactly. So I, I don't know if this is the environment that is going to help him get back to being Ben. Mm. I think he needs a um, I think he needs a situation kind of like what Wiggins had. Because when Wiggins came out, he was top of the draft. Right. And he had really high expectations and it made things really difficult for him. And then moving to, moving to Golden State, he was able to flourish find that because there was structure there was structure there and then not only was there structure but you had 
Curry, you had Clay, there's no you had spotlight Draymond. There's no spotlight on me. I can just sit there and do the things that I'm good at. And then he was able to sit there and flourish and regain his his um his form, his form yeah. and his light in that situation. So I think taking taking Simmons and putting him in Brooklyn wasn't going to sit there and do him any favors. And I think he's um when Simmons came out. The expectations that were placed on him, because they were calling him like the the next thing, next yeah, ball. They were telling him that next he magic, be a number one scorer. You know what I mean? So going to Golden State was great for him. So do you think that would going to Golden State would do the same for Ben Simmons? I don't know if necessarily Golden State, but just a situation where like, um, like put him in Milwaukee. No, because you say Golden State. I think State. Go, I, I think well, he was making the comparison for 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 Andrew Wiggins. No, I know, but I'm yeah. saying you don't think he can be their new Draymond Green. Yeah, he could. Yeah, I mean it could, but but who's a good idea? But who taking Draymond? Yeah, ain't nobody taking that contract. Not yeah. even my Lakers, and we desperate. We'll take that contract. <laughs> we want anybody. Somebody will take that him. contract. Yeah, it's yeah, the NBA, baby. We ain't taking him. We are there. We got Ross. They can't take on another back on. But facts. But I think um maybe Golden State. I was I was using them as an example, but yeah. what I nah, really think yeah. about it, That's Golden not, State's not bad for Ben Simmons. But I th- I just think in Brooklyn and especially with everything going on in Brooklyn right now. I mean, you got the situation with Kyrie. You got the situation with KD. You got all this attention right now. Right. It ain't good for. Do, do I get I told you so when I said they should have moved KD in the summer when he wanted to be moved? You don't want to keep a disgruntled player because no, I would no, I'm, I won't give you the I told you so because I I, I feel your side. Nah, you're well, not since, y- since y'all speaking about it, let's segue into that. KD so, uh, spoke about his uh, his trade request in the summer and went into detail. Said that he didn't like the way they were practicing. He went to Nash, and he was saying that he wants to be pushed and and no shoot arounds, more hard practice, go harder and stuff like that. And listen, I commend him for that. They ain't, there's nothing wrong with that. But asking that out of Steve Nash, you weren't getting that. I don't know if I I even necessarily believe that KD asked that because KD ain't the vocal. He's not the vocal guy. He's the use my ghost account on Twitter to bring it up and talk about a guy. That is true, but if he's going to come out and say it, I think... It, there's validity behind yeah, it. Yeah, I think he brought it up. Maybe he didn't demand it. Right. He might have been like, sure. yeah, you know, yeah, maybe. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? He probably mentioned it, right, yeah, but yeah. He, it wasn't a, probably one of those things like, listen, this is what we need to do. You know what I'm saying? Because I, I, I think if he would have, if that would have been the case, it I'm sure happened. they would have made changes. But, you know, that, that wasn't the part that bothered me. Because as a leader, you should say that, but as a leader, you should right. make sure that it happened. But go but ahead. The, I, par- I the part that bothered me is how... You could be able to throw your teammates under the bus <laughs> and say, "Yo, you got Royce O'Neal and this dude out here, and you got me out there. And we expect to win. Like, how you expect to win? Like, for me, I always say that everything that you say has consequence, right? So, if I if I say some wild shit right here, not disrespect somebody in this room." In my head, before I say it, I'm already making up my mind to say, all right, cool. I got to prepare to fight. Because there's certain things that you can say to people, and there's certain things you can't say to people, and there's certain things that when you say it, you, you got to be ready to fight. You're going to be ready to fight. And for me, 
Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. KD don't look like somebody can fight. I'm going to so, give you a little pushback on that one. So, you okay, don't look like somebody who can fight. So, if it was me, if I'm going to do like Royce O'Neal, if I'm going to do like, uh, you know, whatever, Seth Curry and all these and other dudes stuff, on the team, stuff. like, the next time I see you, we scrapping. Because you're going you, you gonna to look at me. I'm an NBA player. Mm. I may not be you, but I'm here for a reason. I'm a man and I made it. I'm a man. I made it. I'm making millions. I'm I'm doing things for my family. That's the rust line, right? I'm I'm doing things for my family. You're not gonna disrespect me like that. So either we're gonna figure it out on the court or we're gonna have to figure it out out like right here in the locker room. Like you you already know what the what the Queens thing is. Like, let's talk around the corner. Right? When you when somebody says that to you, you know what that means. You feel what I'm saying? We not speaking. So for like, how do you as a player, as a leader, expect people to follow you when you say things like that. You can mm. think it. You can't say it. How wrong is he? It's not about I'm being not wrong. wrong. It's about, like I said, you can think it. It's not right for me to tell you that. I can be on a team that I know is not talented. I'm not going to go to the media and say that. Because at the end of the day, I still need y'all to help me win. Mm -hmm. If I go to the media and I air y'all out like that and throw y'all under the bus, you don't have to play for me anymore. How different then, how different is that from when LeBron came out when he was in Cleveland and said, my team is top heavy as fuck. Miami. No, he said that. He said that. No, no he said Cleveland. that in Cleveland. He said that in Cleveland. That was the last year he said that in Cleveland. Well, that's not the same because you're not saying that the team is top heavy means they're an offensive team and they're not scoring a lot. That's not top, top heavy. Top heavy can mean a lot. Yeah, of that's things. not necessarily a bad. Thing. But that means he you don't didn't have a defensive presence. But he didn't mention names. names. He ain't mentioned names. First and last. You understand what I'm saying? If I'm your teammate, I'm gonna call you by your nickname. Right. If I'm saying yeah. you're first and your last. If I bro, if I go if I if I I go on my I'm podcast and say like yeah that. yeah you know Al been on my show a couple of times but he been one of the worst guests I've. <laughs> and you, instead you'd be lying. And, but. Instead of me saying instead of me saying man you know I, I had some guests that it wasn't too great. There's a difference, right? I'm yeah. not gonna disrespect you like that. You ain't go, all right, all right, yeah. Because at, at that, if, if I say that and you come see me, I can't blame you for that. I gotta be ready for you. It for, is different, bro. I gotta be ready. Got family, is it gonna be playing yeah. in the next three days or sports? Bro, I gotta see you in practice. Like, I gotta see you in practice right after you have this interview. My wife I'm swinging. Off the practice I, with think, the kids I think I think KD, KD crossed the line. Just finished talking about me. On when TV. does he never cross the line, fam? Bro, I, th- I think KD crossed the line when he brought up everybody's names. And he talked about it, but 
can't do that to your teammates, bro. You can't you can't do that to your teammates. Even Rodgers was anonymous. Right. Even Rodgers was like, some guys shouldn't be playing. Yeah. That was wild. Like, that was wild, but he didn't say nobody. And we all know that. When you say, when somebody says, some people Some of you guys shouldn't be You know who you're talking about. But KD's naming names. KD's naming names. KD, what KD did was, he came out, he said, yo, our starting lineup the other day was, I, 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 I. Right. He said, the reason they expect us to win is because seven's out there. Okay, then. That's but, disrespectful. But you're a It's disrespectful, bro. Because at the end of the day, you're not scoring 135 points yourself. You're not. But is he wrong when he said... I mean... He is wrong. He's wrong, bro. It's a team. Yeah, you can't say that to your teammates. You can't say and that to And then expect them to go into battle with you the next night. Yeah, like, like I'm like, no, no. Nah, you you, you got to say that shit on the way out. <laughs> you got to trade it. That's one of the situations where if a screen is coming, I'm not calling exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah. I'm not calling it. So if you get knocked out, it don't, don't matter to me. I'm not hedging on screens. I'm going to make you get beat every time on a double, on a pin down. I don't care because you've disrespected me. You feel what I'm saying? Mm. Like, there's certain things in basketball or in sports you just don't do. You don't, you don't throw and your teammates And the problem is that, here's the problem with KD. He's never been in this position before. He doesn't know what to do. He doesn't want to be in that position, though. He doesn't want to, but he is. But he doesn't know what to do. Mm-hmm. So he's thinking that he's doing something good, but he's never led. So he doesn't know that he's doing something bad. But you know he's not saying? a leader. He said he's not a leader. Right. But 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 he can say this because he's never had any any training. And I don't think it's fair for him to keep walking around, I'm not a leader, I'm not a leader. Because like once you get to a certain Once you're the dude, you you're looked at be. as the you're leader. Looked at. And you're also a veteran. You know Because my, my thing with KD, right? Is like there's a lot of times where he's full of crap. You don't you don't think that you're 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 not the leader. You just want to hoop. But yet you want to be put in the same category as LeBron James and MJ and Jordan. Crazy. How? And then, I'm sorry, but as a champion, I don't think you're supposed to say my legacy is the guys who helped in the league, who came in as rookies and they know what to do, and now they've had great careers because of me. Like, as great as Jordan was, he's not going to say my greatest accomplishment in basketball is helping out Scottie Pippen get six rings. His greatest accomplishment is winning six championships. Back-to-back MVP... Uh, it's NBA Finals MVP to be talking about other people's accomplishments as that's my legacy in basketball. The dude, he he's, he's that, very. I think mercurial. I think KD is guided and yeah, material. Yeah. Yes, I think KD is soft, and I think he's soft natured. But at the end of the day, we knew that before he sat there, and he did this. This piece. at a certain point, it's not acceptable, bro. Right? You can't it's be in the job for ten no years talking about I, I don't. I, right. I don't have to tell it's you. It's not what to do. I can't no more. tell you what things are. Yeah, but then, like, but then at the end of the day, you got the guys who've been at the job for ten years, and I know what they are. I know what to expect from you. Nah, I mean, that's true. Like, I'm not gonna be mad at you for being you because I know who you are. But at the end of the day. Most of those guys aren't supervisors and CEOs. Yeah. But he already said, he's "I don't want to be that guy." But he's get, but, but he, he is. But based on his skill and the, and and the amount of money that he's getting paid and, and the level of every, right. every job got that guy who's amazing at what they do. Don't need to be leading nobody. Every job got that guy who's a, in his role and in his space. He is the fucking man. You should have never he let Golden State there. He don't yeah. need it. I they, mean, that's, there you go. There you go. If yeah. you didn't want that responsibility, you should have never left Golden State. If you, if, you wanna, if you really want to understand KD, 
I'll put it to you like this. How many people got, got KD in their top 10 all time? A lot. They, they keep telling people he's the number one player I don't, for six, seven I don't, years now. I don't, never got no, the LeBron no, no, no. smoke. He never I've, got the LeBron smoke. People, people will say. Now, I know I know what Al's talking about. People yeah. will say KD is the best player or right. the best skilled player right now. And that argument is valid right now. Mm-hmm. How many people will sit there and say, in my top ten players all time, right? I don't, I don't, I never hear KD. That's facts, and, right? And and that leadership and all those qualities that we're sitting there saying KD don't have, and that KD is saying he don't got, are the reason why he never ascends to that. He's never gonna be mentioned with Magic. He's never gonna be mentioned with Jordan. He's never gonna be well, mentioned with Kobe or saying, LeBron or I none of them. I can't dispute it, but it feels like a cop out. It, it, it yeah. feels like the ultimate yeah, cop out. I get you. I get you. I mean, I feel you on the, on why it's a cop. I mean, I just don't expect. Oh my nigga, it's five on five. One guy changes so much of the team aspect to sit there and say, "I just want to hoop." At and that this and level. that's and that's the problem that the Nets have yeah. is when you have two mercurial guys on the team, mm-hmm. two guys that are that have weird personalities. You're not gonna go anywhere. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, with they, Kyrie, those, it's totally different. Those though. two guys between the two of them have. Arguably, the most talent we've ever seen in the NBA. Period. We're talking about a guy who's seven feet tall, who can shoot, who can do everything, right? Mm. We have a guy that's 6'2", 6'3", that has the greatest handle we've ever seen and is the best finisher at the rim for his size that we've ever seen, right? But he likes to take a lot of PTO. But what I'm saying is that just off talent, talent alone, they just they're one of the, they're the greatest we've seen greatest on a court. Yeah. If we're talking but about on the court, KD's pers- not the problem. But because of their personalities, he is the problem on the court. On the court, KD's he, not the problem. He is, bro. KD ain't the problem. Kyrie is the problem because Kyrie found too many reasons to not be on well, the court. But my thing with KD is court, that the reason why I say it's it's a problem is because you gotta inspire your guys, right? That you, you can't not, expect if he's KD not a to leader, not be a KD. You're not, you're only going to go as far as that. KD will never be like the problem. Right. Everybody and got they is will that never they, win. Correct. The, the problem. The problem is is that everybody's expecting KD to be a leader. He that's not him. Right. So we need to stop expecting that they're going to win. He's he's gonna be a but dude to that what gets level out because I understand you're saying he's not gonna be he's not gonna be what he's James, not. But in a five on five game, like you gotta be able to say, "Hey, get back on the block" or call a play. Like you gotta be able to do something. Everything basketball, KD does. I'll give him that. If you're talking basketball on the court, KD does for it. the teammates or for the team. I'm not talking about shooting and score. I'm talking about just being able to say, "Hey, man, I need you." I need you to be here and right here. I need you to, to guard this guy. I need you to kind of step it up a little. Like No, KD's not point, that guy. Then, KD's not then, that guy. Then, then, I, don't know, then I don't want him on my team. Yeah, I don't know. If I'm no. gonna if I'm gonna pay you that much money, yeah. I don't want you, you on my team. I need time, so, if I'm gonna pay somebody that much money, I need this from you. I need this from you. I'll, pay, I'll give from you. I'll give KD that cash because KD is that. Good. When it's, you put the right. ball in his hands, Al, he's that I'm good. I'm giving him that cash. Outside of Golden State, mm-hmm. what has KD done? Exactly. K- KD was always MVP. I'm not KD talking about the individual the performances and the achievements. I'm talking about as a team, what has he done? KD damn near beat Golden State. Brought when? them when he was with OKC. That was Russ. 
That was not look at that. Get out of here. Russ had a better series than KD did. Get out of here. If you go back and look at the numbers, that that's exactly what it was. I'm telling you, Russ can't do what Russ was doing without KD there. That's how come Russ was what Russ was when KD left. Both of them are not leaders. That's why they are where they are. That's what I'm saying. Like people need to stop looking at a basketball player or an athlete because of their talent. Their talent supposed to bring them. It's more than that. Everyone's this guy, talented in the league, everybody's bro. talented. The Everybody prob- ain't KD. The, but the problem is that he's great. Great on the court. He's not a great leader. So they're never going to win. What he's going to be top he 10 is. in scoring. He's going to have, so have seven, rings, 10 scoring titles and all this shit. He's going to have two rings. And he wasn't, he wasn't even the guy on, like, on his own team. That he wasn't. He had a guy that could just give me one Scottie Pippen. That what? That's time. disrespectful at this That's point. That's what he is. That's disrespectful. That's like, what know, he is. Look, look I'm Don't a, you can... You, bro, like you, you got me in a position where I'm... Where I'm where, where, you got me in a position... Because you can't put him in the echelon of magic. You can't put him in Never. the echelon of bird. You can't put him in the echelon with, with Kobe... Or I LeBron. think he's saying because he told you from the jump I'm not a leader, you can't expect nothing right. from no, him. No, I don't know, no, like, I'm not even saying for, I'm not even saying I'm paying you X amount of money yeah. for you to lead my team somewhere. No, and you're you paying can't him do to it. play ball. No, nah, you you, you pay him to lead your team. If you're paying if you're paying KD to lead your team, then you're losing. You you're lost from the jump. Well, that's the problem. They expect him to do it. Everybody That's the problem. That's what I'm that's what I'm sitting there saying. The having the expectation that KD is going to lead your team is the problem. Then why should any organization want him? Because his basketball skill is that much better than everybody else's. That don't make sense. The goal is to win. So if I want to win and this guy doesn't bring that, I don't care how good you are. I don't want you. You have an NBA team you can start tomorrow. You going to put KD on your your team? Yes. So you you don't care about winning championships? You asked me if I'm putting KD on my team. You ain't asking what I, I'm doing with that everything else. That was the first thing I asked you. I said it's about winning. Mm-hmm. If we're if you just want to sell tickets, that's completely different. We're talking about winning a championship. Are you putting KD on your team? I'm putting KD on my team because if you're looking for somebody who's gonna push your team and make your team your players be better, I could put an Iguodala well, on my said team. That he's not gonna do that. Listen, Al, listen to what I'm saying. The money that you're paying him, which means that you're not going to be able to funnel that money and fill out your roster with players that you need to win a championship. Because the dollars that you're paying him, mm-hmm. you are you're putting into somebody who needs to be a great All Star as well as a leader. This is why Chris Paul gets the money that he gets. It's not the fact that he's as good as LeBron James or as good as KD. He's a leader. And he can be able to lead your franchise where you need him to go. That's why they give him the money. Mm-hmm. His reputation speaks for itself. Granted, yes, you're right. So I don't care how good you are. If you can't get me to where I need to be, it means nothing. As an owner, if I just want to sell tickets, cool. If the Nets just want to be a ticket seller, fine. But you know, but if if say if the Lakers ever made a decision to get KD, do you ever think that he would he would he would survive in LA? He no, would think, not. Hell no, hell no. KD he would not, not because anything that he did prior to that, He's they don't care. Anywhere you bring KD, and you expect KD to be the leader, 
That's the problem. Well, that's the problem. But, but but why did Golden State win with KD? Because he was somebody that was just a he was a he was a hired gun. And not a lot of people. There you go. Right. But they didn't need him to win a championship. They wanted him. They lost that year before. Bro, they 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 lost in they lost in Game Seven in the championship up three one. They won a championship the year before. Yeah, they could have kept this thing rolling. So they wanted him. They didn't need him. They went and they got him. Because they could. Because remember, he, he why left. not? He, they could. He wanted to go to the Warriors. Why he not? Came knocking on their door. No, if, they went knocking on his everyone's door. Everyone's gonna check for KD. Everyone's right. gonna check for KD. Listen, if, if I KD's got, out there, if, you have to do your due diligence. If I got, if he I, if I have door, a structure, bro. it's just like the Cowboys back in the day when they brought in Charles Haley, right? Mm-hmm. If you have a structure in place with leaders like Troy Aikman and 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 uh, and, and and Irving and 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 everybody there. You can bring in a Haley because at the end of the day, he's not going to disrupt your locker room. You're going to be able to have the leaders in the locker room to be able to control that. He's a mercurial uh, talent, right? Mm-hmm. Mercurial personality. You got Steph. You have Kerr. You got Draymond. You have uh, you have Clay. You have Iguodala. All of these dudes to be able to keep him in check to say, yo, bro, all you got to do is play basketball. We'll take we'll we'll speak the interviews. We'll do all the we'll we'll take all the hits. We'll take all the criticism. You just play. That was the perfect environment for what you're talking about. But, that, but when a team says we want you to be the guy, you can't have that. Winning and I doesn't agree follow. With you, I agree with you. That Winning doesn't follow. I agree with you with that. You cannot have that with KD. But you can have KD on your team and still win. You just can't have that. The problem isn't I KD. Win a championship. I don't care about yeah, getting I'm not the talking about season. I'm the, not the, talking the problem's about not the problem's not KD. The problem's the expectation of KD. The, if the you're problem, the number one or number two player in the world, I do believe in a game like basketball five on five, no. the expectation should be pretty goddamn yes. high. His talent is that, but we oh, KD is not like KD got here last year. He ain't, he ain't get here yesterday. You knew what he was. But so he's, when you he's, stop, he's hold on, what? his apex prime right now. No, okay, he's not so, in his so, apex so prime. So, I mean, he's, he's, so he's what in his apex prime right now. You knew where he was when he brought him what in. What Al is saying is that Al is putting the blame on, on, on the teams. Yeah, I don't know. I can't. I, mean, I can't. I, I can't get down with that. Bro. I can't. In, in my can't. opinion, as far as KD, you knew what he was when you brought him in here. Okay. Like it's like he's been here too long for you to be fooled. At some point, you got to change though. Yeah. At some point, you got to grow up. Yeah. At some point, you got to grow up. Especially if you're playing with younger players. You got to be able to direct traffic a little. Like, At some point, you got to grow up. You don't got to be a hard rock. We got to be able to direct traffic. Joe Sotton knew what he signed. Facts. After the break, we're going to talk about uh, my boy Kyrie. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back, y'all. So, we're talking about Katie and Al just jumped off the cliff with his defense. Right, he hit he hit one of the side planks of you know cartwheels. I said the man is what he yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but we're gonna talk about the other guy, Kyrie. Uh, mm. Reports are saying that you know it, it looks good for Kyrie to suit up on Sunday. It's not a, a sure thing yet, um, but. I've said that I think the Nets went too far. Uh, the man apologized, and 
they they're making him jump through hoops that are unnecessary. Um, however, when you piss off the wrong people, there's ramifications, right? Mm-hmm. And that's where we are. It's not right. It don't make it right. But that's what happened. It's the fact that he didn't apologize when he was supposed to. So now they're going to make him suffer a bit. And the NBA PA, I believe, they're looking at this very closely. They're saying that if things don't get resolved soon, they're really going to have a tough conversation. Because how long do you, are you going to keep him out? And are we going to get the details of what he completed or not? Because at the end of the day, bro, he said sorry. If you're going to meet with a whole bunch of people and pay money here, what what more you got to do? Let the man play. Let I'm the man play. If he came around, I think you were a little harsh on him when it first happened. No, no, no. It possibly should have been. No, no, I'm not. Listen, like I said, my stance was I don't have a problem with what he said or what he did. It's free speech, right? Free speech is protected. However... Just know whatever you say or whatever you do comes with consequence. So if you're okay with that consequence, stand on your square. But what happened with him is that he didn't do that. He didn't stand on the square. What he did was he posted this. He didn't want to apologize. They suspended him. Hours later, he apologizes. If he didn't want to apologize, you shouldn't apologize. Him apologizing allowed them to do this to him. You mm-hmm. understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. This is what I'm saying. So for me, he could have went the cap route. He could have been like, listen, I'm going to just stand in my square and that's it. You're going to suspend trying, me? You're trying to get paid. But no, I'm not trying to pay you in the negative light. I'm saying I'm happy you came around yeah. because I, your initial thing was, listen, you do this. You know how they feel. You yeah. know, you're, you're part of an organization. You got to get whatever comes to you. And that's just what I differed with. Because yeah. I just felt like... They were doing a little too much, even even from the jump. That we could disagree on that. Yeah, spot. The, the, the whole like once I saw the report about the, the, all the shit that he had that to do, that's wild. That's wild. If you want to suspend him, suspend, <laughs> suspend him. him. That's fine. But I, I this think, is crazy. You got to pay five hundred dollars on your old money. Like wow. <laughs> like, I think, yeah. Like, no. I yeah, you got <laughs> pay five hundred dollars. You got to walk my dog on the weekends. <laughs> like what are we doing? I think Kyrie could have really, really killed all of this noise. Yeah. In the beginning. Because yeah. all they was really looking for Kyrie to say, say was, sorry. not even anti-Semitism is bad. That's all he or had to say, say. I am not anti-Semitic. I'm not I don't anti-Semitic. Like that, though. Don't stick a mic in my face and ask me if I'm homophobic, if I'm fucking anti-Semitic. Because it's like, I'm going to feel a type of way that you're even insinuating I am this. If you wanted me to, to apologize for the video, uh-huh. say, hey, listen, you put a video that hurt from people's feelings, apologize for it, I think he'd have been more receptive to the apology. It's the fact that you're accusing this man of being ani-Semitic and forcing him to say that he's not. They say, that's the point that's an issue for me. Well, they they said argue anti-Semitic. Well, was asked, he said, bro. They said argue they anti-Semitic. Call, right. He said I can't be anti-Semitic. Can. I, but, that, but why do I have to answer to that? Why but, can't I say sorry for posting the video? But six, it's just a question. He said, and, are, and are you anti-Semitic? Man, no, I'm not anti-Semitic. And I don't have to say that. No, you don't got to say that. I don't have it. to say you that. You don't got to say that. You but at the end of the day, it comes with what it comes with. Right. Like, yo, 
That's what you I agree. You can't just throw mics in people's face and say denounce this. That's but like that's as a dope. professional. And if you don't denounce this, you 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 believe in every single and, thing that this. And then you get if Steve, if Steve Car- so if I put up Paul a Jeffrey Dahmer video, does that mean I I I uh, I'm supporting people being eaten alive yes. and kidnapped? That that's what that means. Yes. That's but, if, but if I sat there and I said, yo. Jeff, do you Dude, support? Jeff, do you support cannibalism? Get the f*** out of my face. Jeff, you do you support? Do you support? If, if you sit there, it's a promotion. No, 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 no. Oh, that's definitely a promotion, but that doesn't mean I believe everything in it. They, I can promote a zombie movie. But I they don't can, fuck no, they have the what? right to ask you what? because What's you that? put it on and, a public and forum. He should have apologized, saying if the video hurt some people, I apologize. I probably should have not put. He's a but difficult dude, tell, bro. He's a difficult dude. I'm not if, that's the problem. I put it to you like this. Oh, put a mic in my face. Are you anti-Semitic? But you're a if, professional. You need to know how to handle that. It's not. It's not even that. I put it to you like this: If a white athlete came out and he put out some, um, and he if, put, if, if Luka Doncic put out "Birth of a Nation," yeah, if Luka Doncic put out "Birth of a Nation," no context, if, no, if, nothing. If, and, and they said, "Yo, are you racist?" They'd be like, "I can't be racist because I know what I is." Like, come on, son. Like Luka, Luka Doncic put, put out "Kuta Kente," but put out. Uh, Hey, what you doing? He put out, he put out birth of a nation. He said, yo, I can't be racist. I know what I am. And, and, and push the mic away. Like, come on, son. Like, you, you're going to look at him like he's crazy. Like, my thing is this. You can't tell somebody you're talking about how to be offended. Right. Like, if you sit there and if, if somebody talks about black, if somebody comes here and talks about black people in a way and I feel a way about it, like, yo, son, I that feel a way I about respect, it. But you can't just tell me I'm a racist. So every time no, the I white can't, can't coach tell you comes I'm a racist. out and says something crazy, there's always a black coach that come out. I know his heart. He's not racist. Oh, John Gruden said the Morris Smith had big monkey list, but he's not racist. The other guy said the inmates can't run the asylum, but he's not racist. We talking when about something different. Video and I'm anti-Semitic. No, we talking they about something different. Question. We talking about something different because I agree with you on that. Because they always sit there and they look for the black man to to come out there and save the white man that say some. They always look for that dude, and they always push us out in front to be able to sit there. You're right when you say that. But at the end of the day, the same way that I'm offended, and I'm sitting there looking at, come on, what the f*** you bringing this dude out here to sit there? No, no, I am offended. The same way I'm offended, you got to be able to give them the right to be able to be offended. Because at the same the same way, you, it's like somebody come out here and say, yo, black people are f***ing horrible at tipping. But that's so f***ing specific. No, 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 no. Look, if you put out the movie Waiting, look, and then somebody's like, oh man, wait, this wait, guy wait. thinks black people don't f- That's like a rich. If, if man. somebody come out here and say, yo, black people cheap as f, yo, they don't tip their own dick. You're specifically talking about a group of people. ain't said shit. You put out a video. That's look, literally like me putting out Dahmer on my Netflix stories, and you're saying Jeffrey endorses cannibalism. No, the, you put out the, you put out Dahmer, and I come out there and I sit there and I say, yo, do you do you endorse cannibalism? All I feel you, that's an insult to my intelligence to even answer the listen, question. All I'm saying, Jeff, is that all they did was ask the question. What happened was he had a negative reaction to that question. The 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 if you see the interview again, if you pay attention to it, the 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 reporter was trying to give Kyrie a layup. Yeah, he was literally like, "Yo, bro, just just if you, if you just, just say catch this, it. you good? Like you don't." It's done here. You know what I'm saying? And he refused to do it. So for me, just it's a rough situation. All they was looking for Kyrie to sit there and say in the beginning was, anti-Semitism is bad. I'm not an anti-Semite. Feel however you want to feel. 
Don't walk up to me and ask me if I'm homophobic. <laughs> I ain't said shit, fam. Yeah, like, but yeah, yeah. Even if I'm not, like, I'm gonna feel a type of way. Like, yeah, I, but if you put, man, if you put up some straight homophobic shit, but if you put if you posted some straight homophobic shit, and then I come up like, yo, you agree with that shit? It'd be like. Do you agree with that? Oh, no, I thought the movie was cool, blah, blah, blah. Are you a homophobe? Get the f*** out of my face. Get the f*** out of my face. You're emotional. That's what it is. Yeah, you're being mad emotional. Yo, it's a legitimate question. Like, I don't and think it is, though. That's the whole thing. I don't think yo, it is. Yo, the, yo, Nicole, the, what do you think? This is the guy who posted the lizard people <laughs> to real. This is the guy who posted the lizard people to real. The earth is flat. The parkland shootings were fake. What, what did you come, think was coming down the pipeline next? It's such it's such a nuanced conversation. I walked down these roads. I watched those Holocaust as a real videos. I don't <laughs> post that shit. I don't even believe it. <laughs> but after watching a million flat earth videos. And First a of all, I don't even think videos, Kyrie watched that I'm fucking just, video. I'm just I'm going either. down the pipeline. First of all, I don't think Kyrie. I tried to. That shit was like, I got 40 no, minutes into it. So I, I, I looked at that so shit and I seen three and a half hours and I said, so nah, bad. I'm good. It was so bad. I said three and a half hours. But that's why I think both sides are bugging out. Because the video was so ridiculous. I think the Jewish people who got upset are bringing light to something that would have gone away in a day or two. I agree. It, I, I mean, yeah. listen, it, it, I think I think the society and the, the climate that we live in right now is that everything is so hyper-focused and so hypersensitive that... Every, everybody's super hypersensitive. But I, I really think... But Kyrie was the one that... I don't agree going. with a lot, but I do respect the Jewish people for wielding the power that they have. I think as black people, we have a lot of buying power. We never choose to wield it. I, we can't Bingo. Blame, yeah. We can't blame Bingo. them. Bingo. You can't saying, be mad at them for hey, first. Man, something it. atrocious happened to us in history, and any sign of that shit coming back, we're going to stamp the out. I, I respect that. Yeah. You got to respect, respect that, that shit. We need to do that shit as well. We need to sit there and... You gonna with us? Mm -hmm. We gonna sit there and take whatever power we got, and we gonna with you. I have way too much Jewish friends. I work for a Jewish establishment. I, I'm not trying to disrespect anybody, but at the end of the day, we're never gonna get anywhere in this country if we don't have some of these hard times. Message. That's what we gonna leave it. That's what we gonna. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we gonna leave it. So, but, go ahead. But I mean, um, as far as the whole Kyrie situation, like they did go like outside of the whole message of that. Shit, yeah, this whole Kyrie situation is Joe Si Joe ego versus Kyrie Irving's ego. I agree. That's the only thing this I thing. Is. I mean, it's, it's an owner flexing his muscle and trying to see how many hoops his his athlete can jump through. And and it's that, it's BS. And then the second part I think about it is is that if y'all believe Kyrie really did all this, y'all are bugging. Right. I really think that. Cause, because if Kyrie did this entire list or whatever it is that Josiah came out with, they'd have put that shit on full display. <laughs> Last segment of the show, the greatest segment on the planet, Dummy of the Week. Dummy, yeah. I always ask the room. Jimmy, who you got this week? With, uh, Nick Cannon. Nick Cannon, I need to, I need to hear this. <laughs> oh, shit. Nah, man, he's repopulating. Nah, the world. man, yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. He's he's saving the planet. Okay. Absolutely. Cole, you got Luke Ferrigno. What what did Luke Ferrigno do this week? Watched the old movie and just pissed me off. Listen, the the fact that Luke Ferrigno used to put on that green, uh, paint, right, and still look like Luke Ferrigno. It, it Yo, you gotta respect that. And, but the other thing was, it's the, it's the little shoes they used to put on the place. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, man, you gotta respect Lou Ferrigno, man. I, I, I'm not gonna let you 
soil and tarnish Lou Ferrigno's great name. Okay? Uh, Nicole, who you got? Oh my God! She took it right off my mouth. <laughs> is it is it is it the Twitter thing? Oh my God! Yeah, yeah. He... I got a piggyback. You you paid forty four million, million to destroy this billion. Billion. billion billion with a B. Yeah. yeah, yeah. My man about to destroy this shit three weeks flat. That shit's crazy. Because it's fun to him. It's just, it's just a toy. <laughs> Who you got six? I, I got the that that was my pick. Was Elon? My man took Twitter a beautiful thing. Uh, people had voices all over the world. People got married. People had debates. It was it. It was media. It was personal. It was our own little hub on the internet where people could really just get together and discuss cool. their thoughts. And I fear that in a month that shit's gonna be up in smoke. So wow. I, I got it. And you paid forty four billion for just, nothing. Just I mean for nothing. So we got Al. They stole all my picks. <laughs> <laughs> Was it, was it was either Elon or, or Nick Cannon for you? No, I mean, Nick Cannon. I love Nick Cannon. I can't I can't take, say nothing disparaging about Nick Cannon. Nets ownership for thinking something different, a oh, KD. That's, that's a where one. I'm going to go. That's a good one. It's fair. That's a fair one. That's fair. I like that's that one. Good. That's yeah. it's thinking out of the box, Al. I like that. I try. You know, all your answers are great. But I'm sorry. None of those are the winner. None of them. They're good. None of them are the winner. May I have the drum roll, please? And the winner for the the Las Vegas Raiders. The Las Vegas Raiders are my dummy of the week. Now, for those who don't know, Las Vegas Raiders are a dumpster fire right now. Team's bad. Derek Carr crying because he want to beat up somebody and he can't. Right? Ticket sales are in the toilet. Stadium's nice. <laughs> right? All the stuff's good. They fired John Gruden. So they still paying him $100 million. Oh, my right? God. All of these things are going on. They paid, uh, 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 what's his name? Uh, Adams all this money. Right? Devontae Adams got all this money. Team offensively looks good. And the coach is shit. Right? Coach is terrible. Josh McDaniels is bad. Now, they're so bad at this point. That the Raiders can't fire him. You know why they can't fire him? Because they got no money. They have no money to actually fire him. Why? Because they're still paying John Gruden all this money. They lost a ton of money in the pandemic when they had to open up a stadium. And they literally cannot afford to fire Josh McDaniels. You cannot make this up. This is an NFL team. These teams are worth billions of dollars. This is an owner that cannot fire his coach because he's broke. <laughs> Poverty is real. Yo, make it make sense. It's bad, man. Al Davis is, is rolling in his grave right now. You take my team to Vegas and you ain't got no money? In Vegas. In Vegas. <laughs> in Vegas. I mean, it makes sense. They, they, they. You uh, go to the, Vegas and you go broke. The, Yo. sta the stadium was appraised for one point four million, but at the end they billion. ended up spending billion, and then at the end they ended up spending two point six, and he never had the money to. Yo, that's there. double the money. Couldn't sign Khalil Mack. Um, had to let him go. Had to let him go, and then now the Bears, and then now they have a coach that they can't let go because they're so in the hole. That's crazy. Well, they broke. 
Best Pratt. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you imagine? Could you imagine having to look at somebody every day and know it's like, you know, if I had the money, <laughs> I, would, I would get rid of you. But I ain't got no money, so you gotta stay here. What? Wow. We talking about a professional team here. That's sad. I'm like, this is not a semi-pro team that yeah. they 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 got a they got a bad budget. It's a Jackie Moon team, right? This is not, <laughs> this is not the tropics. <laughs> what are we doing here? That sounds like a guy that ain't got no prenup. Yo, it's nuts, man. This is the biggest disaster in football in sports right now. We look at we look at Dan Snyder as a dumpster fire. Mr. Davis, Mr. Davis is the dumpster fire, especially with that toupee that he got on. He need to give it up. I don't know what that is on his head. He broke. That's what he can afford. Right. That's where the money's going. That's why he can't. That's why he can't fire Josh McDaniels. He about to go to what what they go do? What they go Dubai or he need to go to Turkey? Word. Call Akon and fix that. No, don't call Akon because whoever his his doctor was was not it. Don't call. Listen, man. Akon got to go back and he got to fix. Holla at Jimmy Butler's guy. Facts. There you go. Facts. Holla at Jimmy Butler. Holla at Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler out here looking luxurious. Yo, but listen, man. I I feel bad for Derek Carr. I feel bad for for the Vegas Raider fans that you have to deal with this. The fact that your team is broke. And you have an idiot coach that can't get fired. That is a that that is like purgatory. I think that's hell. Is is that not hell? So who gets the dummy, Mark or the whole organization? The entire organization. <laughs> the entire bottom. organization. <laughs> Top to bottom. Top to bottom. Top to bottom. <laughs> right. The custodians too. Who, whoever approved <laughs> that one point four and then it turned into two point six. How does that make sense? Oh wait a second. You approved for one point four. How you spend double that? I don't understand that. Nuts, bro. No, all right, all right, sir, listen, listen. We have these suites that we want to put in here, Mr. Davis. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have these, you know, these luxury suites here. Now they're going to cost about seven hundred and fifty thousand. No, no, no. I want five of those, Mr. Davis. Just realize that the budget is one point four billion dollars. No, no, no. no it's fine. It's fine. He must have been an idiot at math. I think his father must have handled all the, 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 you know, the, 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 the tough yeah. stuff. He was homeschooled, and he was just one of those kids that just. Licked lollipops all day long and rode his bike around the corner. Cause like Make it make sense. Make it make sense. The math don't add up, bro. It don't matter. You gotta see we got this new turf. Right. That you're gonna need. Uh, uh, Mr. Davis, um, I don't think that we can put in this high profile turf here. We need to go. No, no, no. I want the best. How much does the turf cost? It it costs about seven. Spend what it costs. Whatever. <laughs> Looked at the bill and like. This, this don't look like 1.4. Yeah, yeah. No shit. No shit, Sherlock. So, Mr. Davis and the Raiders organization, you guys ain't winning. Y'all are big losers right now. Y'all ain't never going to win probably in the next decade. But you're winners today for them in a week. <laughs> That's all for this show. Uh, I appreciate you guys for coming through. You know, we had a long conversation today. I want to talk about KD and try to save his career and... and, and all this nonsense, right? Um, I appreciate you coming through. All right? you, Thank you, you for you know, You're me. always welcome. Six, you know, you know, you know what the situation is, man. You always pull up and as long as you, I, I'm gonna have to get you to side with this Dak thing. If you don't side with it, I'm, I'm, I'm slowly getting there. Then you need to get there I'm now. Slowly getting there. You need to get there now, okay? Because the last time you, you should have been here that day. That him and my man Bishop ganged up on me, <laughs> ganged up on me for 20 plus minutes talking about Dak. 
talk about the positivity of that. Yeah. 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 Crazy. You, know? you should have called me. I'd have dunked on them right. Cowboys so right. fast. <laughs> you know, so listen. Super intern, Jimmy, I appreciate you. Nicole on the ones and two is a silent assassin. Mr. PTO upstairs. <laughs> Clory. <laughs> Clory's the man. I appreciate you. All right. Till next week. Stay safe. Stay cool. Peace. My son is the champ. So get over it. <laughs>